You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. No, sure, but who? Uh, we were just talking about basketball, or I was observing you talking about basketball. Uh, who, what is the college basketball uh, program of, of, of note, of choice? Oh, there's a few. I mean, uh, it used to be UCLA, but it hasn't been UCLA for a long time. Oh, no, time. I meant television program. I meant whose coverage, oh. whose cover? like what do you watch for college basketball? Yeah, I have go, no idea. I go CBS. CBS. Clark okay. Kellogg, probably. Clark Kellogg. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is the Clark CBS K- Sports. It's the Clark Kellogg Show. The, uh, welcome to Axe to Grind. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. What uh, time is it? What time is that game? Five oh five. Okay, good. Well, uh, everybody, we're what? It's Gonzaga. March Madness. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Duke, Michigan State. So, Small, who's the smallest team uh, in this year? Yes, um, left. Texas Carter? Tech. Texas Tech, maybe. Texas Tech, maybe. Okay. The, who are in the Elite Eight? Maybe moving. Yeah. Let, let me be the guy that's pretended I don't know even know what sports, ball. sports are. Sports is fun. I'm yeah. going for that team. I'll be for them. I love an underdog. <sighs> that's the guy at your office, everybody. <laughs> uh, hey, here's a question to our listeners. Hit us with this knowledge. Uh, do you run with the guy that says sports ball in your office, or do you run with the bro that is a little overwhelming? Like who? If I had to choose, or do you uh, like, can I get the happy medium? I no, 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 there's no, 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 there's no, I'd probably, go, an with no happy probably go with the bro. I'd probably have to go with the bro. I, the whole like round sports ball. Yeah. It's like everyone played a sport at one time or another. Well, or, and, and, and there are people who haven't, one. yes, but there's people sure. who haven't. And it's as a kid though, but, I feel like everyone soccer is like the biggest sport. And in, you in have the world. a choice mm-hmm. to not be sports ball dork. Yes. You right. can just be cool with it. And if you are, if you're sitting there and you're being quiet, like when me and Patrick go on our comic book rants and Tom very kindly tolerates us, yes. we, we see it and we pull it in. Except <laughs> when it's tabletop, I get a little heated. It, it, but Pat, I think Pat tries to play the sports ball guy. He's, he's low-key a fucking... No, Hardcore no, sport, like no basketball though. No really, basketball. really, truly no, no basketball. Yeah. Uh, but you talk about baseball, and he can bring up. He like, can hang. I can. I, I, it's impressive. S- some baseball mm. I can roll with. It's been years. He's uh, casual sports guy. Football, which is good. football. I Barely, as a kid right? really hated. Yeah. Now I can. Now that they've made it so easy to like football, because they're like, here's the only the exciting parts. You know, what I mean? right. he, he, oh, he, you can get in. You're a red zone. Red I'm zone. a red zone watch. Yeah, I'm a red zone view. You just know fan. just enough to make your dad proud. Yeah, precisely. All right, good. Precisely. I've got it. How's how's uh, how's pops doing? What did he call me with yesterday? That was totally. He wanted to. <laughs> he wanted to know what the tuition at Bennington College was. Okay, what is it? Uh, it is then Vermont. Vermont. All in, it's fifty three thousand. 
uh, for four years. No, a, per, a per year. A year. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Where's this? That's all in though. That's that's including like uh, somewhere uh, dorm dorm and all that. Is he thinking about mm-hmm. enrolling? I have no. What? What we got? I I think he there was a debate inside. Like an over under kind of deal. I, I don't know what the fuck. It, it was basically. I think, I think somebody who college was an abstract concept to them and my father were talking and my father was trying to explain how much something how much college can actually cost because yeah. my father put some kids through college yeah. so, so he's like ah oh, no it's it's pretty rough out there yeah and bennington i unless i'm mistaken has one of the highest tuitions but is a liberal arts college of 600 people yes and right. really doesn't buy you a ton in alumni like, no status, no, so, yeah, yeah, no, right. nothing. It's not like going to like is USC. It is in Vermont. Yeah, you're much better. So, uh, yo, uh, uh, let's go. Let's go for the younglings advice. Yep. Go to a school with a big name that's going to take you further. It doesn't. It literally doesn't matter what your major is. You, it you doesn't matter fuck up. anything. Yeah, doesn't matter what your grades are. Really, you could probably lie about it. I might even start advocating for just lying and go. Yeah, I went here. I worked for someone who played off having a college degree. Oh yeah, who did the. Oh, I just oh I attended uh, TCNJ College uh, of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ewing. I went to, I went to TCNJ. No degree. Never, dropped out. Yeah. Dropped out second year. No no graduation. I know some someone quite well who says they went to Fordham. They yeah. went there for a semester. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so people assume like, oh, you must have graduated. He's not lying. Nope. Yeah. No. And so she and she was a VP making six figures. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, my advice, and I tell grandparents this when I run into them at. Uh, on, do you on, run into grandparents on, on public oh, transportation? Oh, of course. Like, on, like on my train ride across. How, do you the do States, like an one hundred percent an ocular them. scan of like this? These people, they have kids. Oh, absolutely. they have kids who have kids. Yes. they've reproduced yes. and yeah. then reproduced. Uh, do they look the, broken? The, of course, <laughs> those people. Those are the ones with the bad hunch. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, w- when we talk about colleges and shit, I always say, go to the. If your kid is a striver, if your kid is a social person, either one. Send them to the best college you can. If your kid is not highly motivated and not a social person, don't bother. Fucking go to a state school, go to a vocational program, go to anything that doesn't cost a ton of money. But if your kid is a networker by nature, send them to the most expensive fucking school you can. Right. Even if you have to lie and pay people to take the SATs for them. 100%. If you got to be Aunt Becky. 100%. And and you're going to do time in federal prison. This is my defense Mm -hmm. of Aunt Becky. If Smollett walks, Becky walks. That's what I see. That they're both getting. False they're they're both getting out. What about our president? He walked too. Everybody's he get walk out. Either. Everybody's get out. Everybody's the Smollett free. thing is so wild. Smollett thing's wild. What's the latest on this? I, I heard mm-hmm. this was on the radio. It was on sports radio. Okay, so, so take so, it. So, gr- yeah, the Francesca so, broke this so, one. Wait, but for our listeners, uh, this is current as of the recording of this. Right. However, By you time won't you get this for three weeks, probably. Right. Someone said that I guess there. They had to have a unanimous decision to proceed. Mm-hmm. They went like 61 out of 62 people were willing to. There was one holdout, and that was all it took for him to walk. I don't know if that's true. And apparently, like, there was some odd connection between yes. the wa- the one who may- let him walk and someone in his camp or him or whatever. Well, Jeannie Smollett. So, so it's, uh, it's kind of a mess because um, nobody wants to believe the Chicago Police Department because they got a bad track record, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, However, they did this, like you only see it in Batman comics. They held a press conference to call him a liar. <laughs> like th- right. that, that's not something you see every day. No, no. So, so, strictly Tim Burton. Right. Yeah. So, so for, people, for people at home, you can hate cops. I'm with it. Uh, but here's what you need to know. When they are, they want to disappear into the background when they're when they know they're lying and they know they're wrong. Right. They just hope for it to just go away. Yes. Through, yeah. Right. 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 And they they rely on it. No. You know what I mean? But 
when you have cops that are opening themselves up to uh, a defamation suit, that means that they are excited for that defamation suit. So they held this press conference after he was released. After he was released, oh, shit. The, Rahm Emanuel and, and the, I forget the chief of police name, plus 10 officers standing behind him go, this is horse shit. Like, tr- right. like this is that's the, a big. The, yeah. My name is Patrick Kinlan, Saratoga yeah. Winners guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, right when they usually lose stuff like that, they go, "All right, let's just walk away now. Yes, don't yes. look, don't yes. look back. Let's it's not over. open ourselves up. Yeah, to we any lost. Sort of okay, further, cool. Yeah. So uh, n- now here's what's crazy. You mentioned that there was a link between uh, these, I believe, assistant prosecutor and uh, the the somebody in the Smollett camp. Okay, so that's where it gets messy. I'm not. I don't give out legal advice, Tom. Perhaps you can. Uh, that person, I'm not uh, <laughs> licensed in, Chicago, in Illinois. But. That that per, yo, you guys are always so quick to say that. I think that's important. You have to be. It's like yeah? beating the hell out. Yeah. I'm only yeah. licensed in New York. Right, yes. but is that like you? I mean, the law is not so wild. Space no, to space, it's enough. It? But it's like enough. you, so if say you got we're arrested not talking in, about like a Florida stand your ground law or anything. No, if you, but say you get arrested in Illinois yep. and you wanted me to. I'd have to like almost Pass tether the myself. No, well, no. not even. You can almost like go to a, a Chicago-based attorney mm-hmm. to like you'll work under that oh. person just in case there's a question in difference of law. Right, yes. they can help you. Okay, I can't go in there and be like, "What's up?" But I can like right. find like the woman who tried to get the guy from making a murder off. So is my cousin Vinny not not accurate? Yeah, honestly, not enough. No. Uh-huh. So I didn't go to school with anybody a- that looked like <laughs> like uh, what's her face? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Either. Yo, this is this is a, a tr- lesson that you've never worked in any sort of field that no. required licensure. Yeah. yeah. No. Because for sure. because they beat the hell out of you and go, "You're not allowed to talk to people from here." about this you have to be clear you're licensed here and here and here and that's it right like you get arrested in like montauk Mm -hmm. no problem you get arrested in jersey city you fucked yeah jersey city you're you're so much closer to you buffalo he's he can take care of you yeah exactly well so keep that in mind when you when you're on commit my buffalo skinatelis or whatever the (laughs) um skinalatis so the scandalous relationship and i don't know that it's scandalous is that assistant prosecutor was texting with the smollett family Saying like wasn't it like a wink wink like I got gotcha. you it it really reads that way a- and I don't know maybe there's why would you be dumb enough to put that in text I have no idea I that's the if even if there's a a, a possibility that this may be cons- misconstrued why would you ever put that in text? so okay people got a bad impression of lawyers right but I think the hey. bad the bad impression is that they're just, just they're predatory and shark like right I and, mean we are and, and obviously and, but. You don't often hear that they're that they're stupid. You know what I mean? That's no, not, they're pretty slick, right? I've I've met very few stupid lawyers in my life, if any. Well, thank you. This mm. pr- this prosecutor has not presented herself uh, in the sh- in the sharpest light. You know what I mean? So like, not if she's going that route, right? Yeah. So like, when you say, why would she put it? Really, like, she presents in a very poor way uh, regarding this case. So I that's all I could say. But that could be scandalous, could not. But it certainly looks bad. Uh, the more conspiracy-minded people are saying that uh, these people are very closely linked with the Obamas. However, uh, oh, I, I am getting him right. Rahm Emanuel, that is the man's name. Yep. Uh, he also worked for Obama. So, like, th- there's, there's a, it's not just... Have we checked LinkedIn? Uh, <laughs> because this might 100% be... 100%. There are saying? people who have checked LinkedIn. Like, right, what are the chances that one of these, the following two things happen? Yes. He gets arrested on some other shit. Okay. Or he gets cut, he gets fucking shot down somewhere. Mm. Okay, so Chicago ar- crazy like that. Arrested on some other shit. Tom, you can definitely speak to this as a lawyer on the other side. Uh, 
this is this my father who is a career criminal finds this to be the most upsetting part of our legal system free frank k when when they want you they will get you so yeah. so the example of this is oj simpson almost certainly a double murderer uh gets off for that and then does inordinate amount of time trying to get his shit back for the seizure of his own property <laughs> yes you know what yeah. i mean so that is an example that once they once you open yourself up to the to the anger and this is where this is where I agree with my father on this. This is a disgusting practice. You, you should only be able to get got for, for what you did. It's like double jeopardy. It, it, that's how yeah, it yes, feels. Yeah, right. Yes. So like, so, uh, so fuck police when they do that. And but we're all breaking the law at some point. Yes. They can pick you up on literally anything. Yes, correct. If oh. they have eyes on you, you're fucked. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like Mr. Mr. Kraft and the handjob thing. Like, have you seen the newest Mr. on that? No. Yeah, it's called Mr. Kraft. Mr. Kraft. But there's more to it than him just getting a hand jibber. No, the allegations of this yeah. is human trafficking. Yes, all fittering away. Those are all going away. Yes. That was oh. that was to news item to mm-hmm. to get you to care about the fact that an old man was getting a hand job because they realized <clears throat> none of people give a flying fuck. That yeah, this dude. I mean, I don't give a shit about the dude getting a hand jibber. No, but there was not. like more stuff behind it that people were like, "That's fucked up." Like. The, but, no, so. but that stuff was the clickbait. That was cop clickbait. That's what that was. No, it's true. And yeah. it was like, oh, what about these connections? Maybe, possibly. Right. right. I mean, kind of, kind of, yes, sorta. The U.S. media. Kind of, yes, yeah, sorta. Yeah, sorta. Great song. Did everybody the, love that on that episode? Like, did, did we get? We got, we got positive feedback and confusion <laughs> and confusion. Like, people were really confused. It's if anyone is song. out there, this is probably a month and a half after yeah. we played that. Oh yeah! If you can somehow do a illustration of a crab <laughs> singing it, maybe it's the yeah. crab that's like holding the knife. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like and maybe you can like superimpose a microphone over sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you can do, we would like some kind of illustration of kind of yes or I want it to be a crab holding a knife at a lobster or sea lion or walrus, and the walrus, sea lion, lobster going, "You really want to do this?" And the crab saying, "Kind of yes or no." Hard. Um, let's let's do our sponsors. Right, let's do them. Oh, it is sponsor time. Sponsor time. Is he having a seizure? (laughs) Should I go get a spoon? I can't do voices. I'm not like a radio guy. I can't do voices. And I say, oh, because me and Bob are really like you are. You can. Me less. You do better voices than I do. I I say while you were out, I did a, a sound that was somewhere between. A guitar, a horn, and really nothing recognizable at all. <laughs> I say like, and you know what I mean, way too much to be a radio guy. Same. And, and you also say my dude a lot. Do I, my dude. I was trying to recreate radio. like what your beef, like if someone tried to beef with you, you're like, yo, it's not that deep, my dude. That's really what you would say. <laughs> That's a good one. What, you know what I think would be cool? What if there was a seizure, seizure sandwich? Like, like, like oh, you had a seizure? Get him the sandwich. And you eat the sandwich. You're like, Feel much better, and I'm sated. You I'm get like a good. vegan Caesar wow. salad on a sandwich. Wow, like With a Caesar sandwich, like little un chicken. Well, is it tr- okay? It's not true that you could bite your tongue or you swallow your tongue. That's you not true, right? Tongue. I that, think that is true. I thought they disproved that because it used to be, oh, put your wallet in his mouth, but now they say don't. I mean, do it's that. tethered, so how far back are you going? Maybe it could block your airway. And that's what not I think. Like, it, like yeah. it's not like you're not going to poop out your right, tongue. Right, right, right. Hopefully, yeah. But uh, I mean, I think it's, unless you're like one of those weird body mod guys that like cut that the little webbing under your tongue, which people do. I, Sometimes I have, you have to have it done when yeah, you're a baby. I did. Oh, I did. So at did, like age, Easton did. At age twelve, I had to. Have oh, it done. oh God! Have, did you have speech problems? Yeah. Yeah, like a so little. Is like, that what it's from? It, it, it's uh, uh-huh. is that what it's from? My current speech problems? No, no, no. no I didn't no, know that. T- was, no, I thought it was strictly like a like body mod. Like I'm on. I didn't know. Well, like, body kids mods did. I'm sorry. Do it. Yeah, no, body no. mods do it for an aesthetic. If yeah. you wanted 
Patrick or I could take your tongue right now and clip it. Well, right. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, and you'd probably be okay in a couple hours. Jesus. They might they might put a suture in there, but it heals pretty quick. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what what kind you of were speech 12. things? Oh. I was I was I don't know if I was twelve. I might have been like ten. 10 but I mean, but double. You weren't a baby. I was not a baby. What? So what was your speech thing that? Is that called tongue-tied? Is that what that's from? Yes, that is. That's oh, what interesting. That's, that is, is that what, what it's is? from. Yeah, so, Easton had to have it done. Um, he had problems nursing a little bit. And they're like, oh, it's a little bit tongue-tied. It's not crazy. But you could see it was touched up a little further. And they're like, oh, you just go get a cut. And we're like, oh, should we do it? And I'm like, look, let's do it now. He'll never remember. Oh, 100%. Right. I mean, I, I don't remember. And I was uh, walking around. You know what I mean? You might so, need to ask your mom what, what it was like. Right? Yeah. Um, probably not fun for her. No. But I was like, oh, my God. And they literally just take, like, you know. Doctor says, yeah, go, clip, clip. Yep. That was it. And never, yeah. Hell, I mean, he never had, he doesn't have any speech problems. No, no. It's true. You guys find the split. My mom t- had the same thing too. You find wow. the split tongue sexy or no? No. Not at all. Huh? Not I follow someone on Instagram that has that and it kind of weirds me out. Yeah. Because they're like independent of each other. Yeah. It weirds me out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed by the people who have the patience to work that out and yeah. figure it out. Because like imagine you time? got that done yeah. and you're just lazy and you're like, yeah, it's split, but I don't, I don't do the like tongue stuff. So it's like they just, they're both one's floppy. I feel like I've got enough. You have to work them out. I don't know. I, I feel like I've got enough spaces in my mouth where things could collect, like little, little food mm-hmm. particles. And sh- yeah. I don't need another one. Agree. You or do you I mean? want that so you can go like I can like move my left part of my tongue over and get that that non out of my back left. You know what? Molar. Oh, like a functional reason. Yeah. For it. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. I, I I think I'm gonna get uh, replacement teeth first. It, so is that a thing? Lungs. Like um, tongue splitting? Well, but is it not just like a one time deal? Like it's, is it like the equivalent of like '90s folks getting the fucking ear stretch? Oh no! I think oh, it's when a it's cut, it's done. It? You're yeah. done. Yeah, I think it's, it's a one timer. Yeah. But there's not like you don't have to go like gradually. It's just kind of like and you're just cut in half. I th- I uh, can like out. how bad must your like the insides of your tongue feel? Oh, not good. You just cut through a muscle, I, th- I assume, you right? You cut through a muscle. What I've been told, and I can't confirm this because it's different than like the, the tether part there. Yeah. Um, the tongue heals really fast. All yeah. of a sudden, your mouth heals yeah. super fast. I think how many times but you bit that's your tongue. A, that's a muscle. I don't know what that would be. I think you. I think that actually requires stitches. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it doesn't probably grow back together, I would imagine. No, I don't know. No, I don't think But that. I'm saying like you probably have to keep it separated. Yeah. So it starts to heal separate, right? Because I feel like if it was... Oh, probably. Right? Wouldn't it kind of... Like you'd have a little gauze could, in there? I'm, yeah, oh, I'm, fr- I'm, I'm friends with the girl up. that got it done, but I never asked because I feel like that's like a question that she gets so much it must be fucking annoying. Right. You know, I wonder right? if we follow the same internet girl. Maybe. Uh, but uh, what the fuck? Are we talking about sponsors? Sponsors. <laughs> Here's a release from my favorite, Split Tongue. Yeah, it's not a split tongue. Split tongue. Um, for run for cover. Oh, um, one of a, a game changer, a taste maker. Oh fuck! Definitely. In indie hardcore circles. Talking about no self defense. You go boy. Wait, who? You go boy. Yeah. What band? You go self defense. Oh, the band from Connecticut. Yeah. Chris Pro Rock, thrashcore oh. from the early two thousand. Hello, fucking L, my dude. One seven inch. I don't respect that shit. Go on. Why don't you give us the real classic on Run for Cover? Um, this is literally one of my favorite records in, of the last 15 years um, that they just reissued um, for its 10th anniversary, the self-titled titled record by Tiger's Jaw. Oh, the Ooh. jaw. The jaw, formerly with the um, the pizza cover. Yes. Right. Now it has the original cover with like the heart um, kind of screen printed oh, on. Oh, I like the pizza mm-hmm. cover better. They bo- they're both there. Oh, okay. So the there's like a slip like a slip cover over no shit. the original with the heart that heart design. Okay. Um, I don't love the heart design. Um, 
over like it. Like pizza more than human I mean, hearts. Who, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't? Sure. You know I, mean? I mean, I think that's the true answer for all humanity, you, at least all Americans. We see? like we like pizza more than heart disease, and we're all going to have it. Yeah, if we keep because pizza. of the pizza. Did yeah. you see the heart drained of blood? Have you ever no, seen what that little, looks yeah. like? It's white. Oh, yeah. I have seen that. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this the cover of Tiger Show? Oh, yes. It's white. Yes. Um, yeah, but this is legit one of the best. Great record. Uh, in Hardcore adjacent indie records of a very, very long time. And I feel like this is one of... This started that revolution. I'm one a, of them. I'm a spirit Definitely. desire, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. The EP before this, which is also very good. This yes. This record, crazy good. But I feel like before the turnovers and the citizens of the world... Oh, sure. Yes. There was Tiger Shaw. Sure. Oh, 100%. Title yes. And them, Title Fight, Make Do and Mend, all those types of bands mm-hmm. were... Shout out to Tiger's Jaw. Uh, took self defense out years and years ago. Cool people. Uh, and you guys scared him. We scared him. We said, if you if you go down this path, you're gonna look as rough and shitty as we are. And they said, oh shit, let's put out something a little poppier than this. Let's let's let's, 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 let's be better. And let's, so let's go. They be better than the gap. Let's, let's yeah. go, let's, uh, let's so shout out to Tiger's Jaw. Shout out to Run for Cover. You're gonna go to runforcoverrecords.com. Enter the promo code. X to grind. You're going to want to spell that shit the fuck out. And how much do you receive from Run for Cover? Well, Run for Cover is a special special sort of thing going on here because that's 15%, which if you if you were to put in a $100 order. That's $15, $15 off. 15 fucking dollars off. Now, oh, damn. Let's yo, say, we should be asking. Yo, we, yo, Venmo us a buck of that. Yeah, so it's fourteen percent off to you, fifteen percent off the total. But you know, you're just like helping the cause. I'm not even asking you to be that ambitious. Let's say that you put in a fifty dollar order. Mm-hmm. Right, savings are still there, my dude. Fifty. You couldn't do the math. I like how he did that. He's like, if you put fifty dollars in, somebody that's else still money you that's save. Still in principle. And let me ask you, what about your friends? What about your friends? Do they make you happy? They don't make you Keep 15% going. percent <laughs> happy. <laughs> oh, please. Do they make you happy? Uh, wow. If I close my eyes, I would think they were sitting in the yeah, desk. No, no, no. Me, 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 you sound like Brianna. This is, you sound like, yeah. this is the go. tiny desk yeah. uh, Tiger's Jaw <laughs> concert. You can't what even What about your tell. friends? That, he a note. That was a note. Uh, Pat, you notice that? That was a note. No, I can't tell. Come on. He can do it. Do we get you singing lesson soon? I don't know. I've Don been talking, Lawrence. I've been talking a lot of shit online. We should so I, go. I, I might have to. Why don't we, I think we need to go group. We. I bet if we say to somebody, look, we know you do this normally. One person, blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be three dudes. We'll give you an extra 15 bucks. We, if one of us just For singing lessons, yeah, group yeah, class, yeah. real singing well, lessons, well, group class. Well, we'll, just, we'll find a hack. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> we're not at real level yet. Yeah. I'll get my guy Don Lawrence back. Mm. Google him. Let's hit mm. Don. It's done. done. Seventy five dollars for half an hour. In Who we got? What else we got? Something else that's worth seventy five dollars for half an hour. Oh, mm-hmm. but for, for you guys, you can get it, it for a lot cheaper than that. I don't know. Ooh. Um, we're gonna go back into the archives of Is Mr. Kraft gonna like this? casket <laughs> activities. Oh, Mr. Kraft, CCA, CCA. He's not gonna go to closedcasketactivities.com for this one. Maybe he will. Who the fuck I mean, knows? he should if he, he knew. Might, yeah. yeah. Um, deck out, deck out, Robert Kraft in a fucking hate force shirt. Why not? He should well, bury him in one. He's That's more of a man. judiciary guy. How old is he? Eh, 78. 78. Okay, I'm going to say between seventy and eight, seventy-five and eighty. I'm going to go seventy-five to one hundred twenty-seven. Okay, mm-hmm. none of our business. Do you think that he, for the massages with the with the sexual acts, do uh-huh. you think that he was on Cialis or Blue Chew or any mm-hmm. of that shit? 
He probably got some shit that we don't even know about because he's that rich. Shit. Oh yeah. yeah, he's not getting yeah. like the fucking. You can get thirty blue chew pills for an for a dollar. Like no. that dude has gotten like they probably had like a he doctor puts, on call that gave him like a shot directly. In I think he's purple got, chew. I think yeah. he's got something that's injected into him. He pushes a button on his app on an app and is like, oh, oh whoa, hey, bam, oh, arousal. Yeah. Like yes, it shoots right into his insta bone. Mm. <laughs> that's but how he made all his money. Not yeah. insta bone, but something else that'll get you very excited. Oh yeah, what do we got? I don't know now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just don't know you're, if I want. Like maybe I wouldn't put it to that. I don't want to tether these bands yeah. to your boner. No, uh, well, I don't blame them. Not mine, Mr. Crass. <laughs> Yo, if you yeah. think your dick is hard, check Yo. out this split seven inch buy. I don't. I don't want to okay. be crass. Robert Kraft is worth what? Probably mm, billions. Oh uh, yeah, billions. So if Robert Kraft wants, do they owe us a living? If he wants to tether me to his boner, I'm there for a billion dollars. You'd be tethered. Like us, for you would be his dick, but you'd be the underground version? For, for fucking $400, I'll do it, Robert Kraft. We can talk about us yeah, now, right? Yeah, us, yeah, me. Us has been that long enough we can talk? Hit me. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen us? I haven't seen us. Have is, you? Is there a no, fluffer in us? What are you saying? No, is but the is whole- Is Robert Kraft in us? No, but there's a tethered world. Oh, oh. Robert it's actually super interesting. Um, is he part I'll of like the Kraft family, want. like the cheese? I don't know. I don't know either. Let's find out. Let's learn more about Robert Kraft. All right, so my pick from the Closed Casted Activities archive. Yes. yes. The split seven inch of my buddies on both sides of the seven inch. Mm. Fan of both as people and as of music, musical groups. Mm -hmm. Incendiary and Zilbalba. Oh, shit. It's a good seven inch. Big big band as we went through in our 2010s. Two very important bands, both for specific releases and more in general to the sound of hardcore. Crazy. And um, yeah, this is not where it all started, but this is a pretty early and important record for the label and both bands. Yeah. I think uh, Brian Audley, who was on in a very early episode, kind of spelled that out and said, hey, we did this split with a band from California yep. who, you know, doesn't sound exactly like us, but there was enough crossover in our sound that when we went out there and played with them and they came out here and played with us, it was pretty fucking hopping. Yeah. So shout out to that. If you go to closedcasketactivities.com, enter the promo code AXE to grind. And you're going to want to. Spell it out. You're going to receive 10% off. Also, big shout out to our other sponsors, Deathwish Inc. and Triple B Records. Enter AXE to grind at their respective web stores. Get that same 10%. Let's go. Hold on. Go backwards for a second. What the fuck yeah. are we talking about? Before I interrupt. Smell it. What is, no, we got past Smollett. Oh, we were yeah. talking Robert Kraft. We were talking sex trafficking. We talking about the media. There. Media. This has also become. Let's also we, blame the media. Uh, I'm good. I mean, I'm sadly. I have to agree. What to blame? We, you uh, fake we got news. Some, you hate. You, well, let's not say fake news. <laughs> fucking moron in the yeah. But we were led down a, a fucking dead end path. Mm. Yes, it seemingly we. You know, were. I, I can't even watch it anymore because I feel it's like. Okay, we were all dependent on you because we figured you knew what the fuck you were talking about, mm. and you clearly don't. You uh, were rooting for something which we all were, and you bought into that. It feels. Um, Okay, so not conspiratorial. I think that that's the wrong brain to look at this through. I think the way that the Mueller report coming out as as no no collusion as as a, a, a result of that, I I think the way to look at it is not oh MSNBC wanted me to believe this because of their political aims or anything. That's like Reddit conspiracy shit. News media will follow whatever path leads them to a literally a dollar you oh, know what I mean? oh and that's what it, it was a dollar down three blocks well, so i think the thing is that we almost people who were hopeful with this it almost feels like let's go sports on this 
It's like when a rookie pitcher comes in midseason and throws some heaters and is killing it, and everybody's like, yo, this guy. And you sneak in the playoffs. He had a couple bad games. Yeah. But you sneak in the playoffs, and everybody's like, this is the dude. He's going to lead us. Gets and then murdered. Murdered. Five-game series. He pitches twice <laughs> I was and say, smashed. Two appearances, both out by the fifth. And, and people are like, oh, no, this guy's... And everybody's out, but really, we should have seen it. We should have, we should have been more aware. And like, yeah, you know what? We're pinning our hopes on this. Maybe this isn't what we should have. Like, you get, you get me in my baseball bag. That, that is the most fun part of the yeah. year. Is when yeah. there's a breakout pitcher, yes. and then, you know, by the end of the season, they haven't figured out, and it's not as exciting. Yes. But that, and you can do that in a lot of sports. <laughs> but but put it to this. This this report wasn't getting Trump out of the office today. No, tomorrow, they said you know that. I mean? I mean, if you listen to any of the, you know, I mean, I think the news media was. Our version of Joe Buck. Oh, yeah. You know how Joe Buck, no matter who you like, mm. he will seem to be rooting against yes. you? Yes. That's what he is. Yeah. Like, he has, like, a thing, and either you love him or you hate him. Yeah. And you're, you, you I love like, him, I and you're Joe. from St. Louis? Or- yeah, if you're from St. Louis or the surrounding areas, you love Joe Buck. The rest of us hate his fucking face. See, I like him now because he gets so pe- people so worked I by, by not doing him. much. He doesn't do much. No, but like... He, but people it, get worked. Listen- if New York might lose, he's kind of psyched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listen to a good two good podcast interviews with him where I was like, oh, you're more of a human than just is, some yeah. animatron. So I appreciated sure. him. All right. He 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 copped to the fact that he was doing a straight up um, John Madden's partner. Uh, 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 Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall impression hmm. the first couple of years he was doing football and realized like, oh, I, I can't do that. I, should, I shouldn't Pat do Summerall that. Pat Summerall seemed like he was always drunk though. Like a drunk robot. Him, him and, and Madden seemed like they were ha- fucking sharing a fifth. Wait, wait a second. Could you guys... I, I listened to the uh, an interview. Sorry for everybody. I promise this... We're next, getting hardcore soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I promise this part will will be more entertainment than sports. Um, so... Uh, it's WWE. The, the guy who does the, the Miami Docs uh, f- f- for 30 for 30 did the U. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, he was on Joe Rogan the other day, and there was an interesting... Southern guy? Uh, he's a Florida guy, lifetime okay, yeah, Miami yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, our listeners, I was born in, in not Miami. Uh, I was born no, in, you're Broward, in Broward, Broward, Broward County. Yeah, you got to be real specific. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yes, even though it's, I mean, you can walk you know, from one to the from other. A, from so an is outsider? Broward and Dade are like right next to each other. Broward is just above. Uh, yeah. Yes, Miami Dade. Right, yeah. exactly right. So Dade is Miami Dade is Miami and, and for the south, yeah. and then what's Broward what city is like Fort Lauderdale, I, uh, Hollywood. I no. was born. So Hollywood is the the city, but Makes a lot more sense. But Fort Fort Lauderdale or Broward County Hospital, which I think is technically Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. We, you were um, born in a pit at that club uh, club Q show or like at, in <laughs> Davie, Florida. I was well, no, I was born in uh, on the set of Bad Boys Two. Yo, so, for real, if you've never been there, like when it's real traffic, because mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, oh, it's all the same. You get from Fort Lauderdale down to Miami, like. 15, 20 minutes. Yo, when there's traffic, that's like a 45-minute drive. It's real. I'll tell you my traffic woes in a second. Uh, But he was talking about an era that I don't recall at all where uh, they paired Pete Rose and Jose Canseco as commentators. Oh, what? Yeah. What year was that? Brief. It didn't last long. Yeah, that's no. they talked about it. But I, I was like, how did I sleep on this? this Relatively like the most recently, most entertaining and, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and it was Canseco not great because he's too loose. Mm. If you paired Pete Rose with a straight guy, yeah, like like knows his shit. I would love a three man booth that was like straight guy, A Rod, Pete Rose would work, would work like almost Joe Buck. Yeah, Joe Buck, A Rod, Pete Rose because A Rod's enough to keep things on the handle and he's great on TV. Yes, Pete Rose is enough of a wild card that I think A Rod would play do interplay with him and Joe Buck would just keep the keep fucking the game going, keep the train on the tracks. Sure. Okay, here's here's a question. Uh, 
regarding Smollett. We're going to go back for okay. a second. Right. Sorry, everybody. Him and so so we're I putting know. Smollett in a three man booth. Well, we kind we kind of are. Uh, okay. So, uh, so so it's him, Fifty Cent from Power, and no, yeah. It, 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 so Smollett is Eric from Worst Possible Timeline. It's, I will listen to that. Actually, did you see Smollett do the interviews afterwards? No, I haven't really followed this. So so he didn't do interviews per se. He he walked out of court and said things that paint him. If okay, so. Um, he didn't do the Fat Albert voice like Bill Cosby did when he was walking out of court, right? No, this was... That was the most surreal, fucked up thing I've ever... Did you what? see that? No. He's walking out of like, you know, his fucking... Yeah. His, a, his a sexual seri- assault tri- serious fucking case. And they're like, Bill Cosby... And he goes, hey, hey, hey. I was like, oh my fucking God, this dude is... Like they should have questioned his his yeah. mental status right, at right, that right. point. Like, is you he like, fit? I right. mean, he was fit at the time he did all that shit. Sure, but like yeah. right now, that dude. I mean, how? And you're a brilliant man. You were a fucking PhD. Like, yeah. well, he's an honorary PhD, but he's a PhD nonetheless. I, I don't have an honorary PhD. That's PhD, true. For the record, well, not, not yet. Yeah, that's true. Bard College is going to become. <laughs> Please, Bard, reach and if out. Not Temple. Why not? Uh, <laughs> but no, he didn't do that. He he did things that make him look truly like if. Okay, so now let me say the thing that's obvious. It seems apparent that he did the thing that that. So for everybody, he wasn't exonerated. There was a failure to prosecute. That's that's different. Th- yeah. That's different. Um, that I wasn't there, but all signs point to the fact that this man did it. If we could say that OJ did it, this man, whatever. Point is, this man did it. Uh, he walks out and goes on a spiel, and the spiel is not what you do if you are a regular guilty person. If you're a regular guilty person, you go. I'm very grateful for this decision. Uh, I'm looking forward to moving on. I'll see everybody at the Emmys. You know what yeah. I mean? Or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He says, he comes out and he says, I would not be my mother's son if I did this. Uh, I would not betray the, uh, uh, my community. I would not betray the movement. Yeah. The extra, you. they found me not guilty. I'm extra not guilty. Right, right, yeah. right. 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 Which, when, I mean, fact, they even found him no, not guilty. No, yeah. decidedly, not not guilty. Actually, not the really. latest yeah. is that the prosecutor has said, "Oh no, this man is guilty. We're choosing not to to prosecute." You know what I mean? So so which is wild in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. but so the reason is everybody that uh, as of this recording and maybe more will come out is uh, Chicago has enough problems. This is their yeah. words that they are not invested in these hours into this. Yes, that they are not putting the money and hours into a nonviolent crime. And, and I feel like it's almost gotten prosecuted as it is. Right. In the court of public opinion, yes. We but, don't. I mean, it sucks. But here's the thing. A-Rod, mm. certainly guilty. Certainly a dark sociopath. Mm. Guilty of what? Guilty of lying repeatedly about his use of steroids. All right. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Sure. Are we mad about that? Are you I, Are I, you mad about I that? I have very mixed feelings on performance enhancing drugs. Okay. Very mixed feelings. I uh, feel like everyone's, if, if they made it a level playing field and you could take it if you want, yep. I yeah, feel like I that's agree. fine. I agree. Uh, but then it becomes an arm race financially. Uh, d- oh, and then it becomes a finance thing? Yeah. Because I mean, Brady Anderson is a multimillionaire right now because he had yeah, one good true. year. That's right. Because he, he fucking shot Roy in his face. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it and look, it is for people. And it, yeah, yeah, it was Brady Anderson. For Roy people. 93, 92. Yeah. yeah, he had a great You got year. a family to feed. Homers. You got an extended family to feed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it might take well, 10 years off your life, but like. And here's the thing how different is that than like. NFL football 70s 80s where they literally talk about like the Oakland Raiders had a, a fishbowl like a giant fishbowl 
of yeah, painkillers yeah. and amphetamines yeah. that dudes would take hand, literal handfuls of mixed stuff like, oh, hmm, uh, yep. go and just go down. out there. Yeah. Yep. So Lars Taylor was doing coke at halftime. Right. Yeah. And here, so here's the thing. This is where you know that it's hard to catch me in a moralist bag. You know, yeah, I know I mean? you oh, go, you go. It's a weird thing. It's for hard. You to be I wouldn't say you're immoral, but, maybe amoral. But I just try not to judge other people. You know what I mean? But I got Very my good. own code. But yeah. Yeah, but I live by the code. But but the mo morals like but, that momo. <laughs> but, but the problem is with performing enhancing dr- enhancing drugs. I know that the the default is to say these men are all multimillionaires. They can all afford these drugs. But I think you do need to be honest about the fact that everything becomes an arms race. Everything sure. becomes... Yeah, uh, uh, and while I think that that is okay, if we are talking about um, Formula One and, and racing to the new innovation and cars and everything, I do not necessarily think it's good in the human body. <laughs> well, I agree. I agree. Oh, and I'm not with you. it. But it's uh, the pivot on money becomes the people paying... If it was legalized or... Mm. tolerated yeah yeah, uh, enabled in a sports league it wouldn't be individuals saying it would be organizations and that's where it becomes more of a question of oh the florida marlins were were providing me with performance enhancing drugs that now we've found 15 years later not only did it shrink my testicles but i have eight forms of cancer right and where's the obligation by the way i entered into it if they enabled that if they said hey everyone can level playing field you bet your fucking ass every one of those billionaire owners would have in contracts. I also certify that any use of performance-enhancing drugs that I take as part of my performance is da-da-da and removes all liability from right. the organization providing I mean, them, blah, blah, blah. You know the fighting uh, league called Pride? Yes. Mm-hmm. From Japan? They had that in their contracts. Yep. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, it's all... And so all those dudes came went from Pride to UFC where everything's regulated so hard. They'd yep. be like... You will, you're like literally half the size of the guy that you were. Yes. And people were like super soft because it's like, oh, you're not taking every yeah. fucking drug under the sun to make yourself. You're not pumped. Well, yeah. they're also, I was not aware of this until very recently, but the uh, instances of developmental disability among children of uh, abusers of performance enhancing drugs <sighs> is really fucking high. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. So. Because you're you're fucking with your hormones so much oh, no, that your body's just like a fucking. You're so, fucking with your body chemistry in a real way, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, so that is that's a weird thing that puts like let's say that that link can be proven that it's like quite bad, right? Like sure. let's say that that's the case right. hypothetically. Right now they just say it's there, but let's say right. it's quite bad. Are you entering a fetal alcohol syndrome sort of space where that's that's straight up like, oh, you might be like if if your child like if ACS your child was capable of suing you, they may right. You or know, like ACS I mean? might get involved because right. like, oh, you're doing drugs while you're pregnant. Yes, right. So, so like, I I don't know the and answer. It should just it shouldn't be on the mother. It should be on the father too. Correct. Clearly, one hundred percent. So I don't know the answer to that, but I I I confess that my feelings are not concrete enough to to legislate another man about this. Mm-hmm. But I do have misgivings about performing enhancing. I especially think if extra. if it's not an equal playing field, and it's like especially in like UFC or something, it's like yeah. you're on roids, I'm not. You could legitimately kill me. Well, like you hit true. me the wrong way, and I'm dead. I mean, let's look at it practically. Let's say it is an arms race. Let's say that somehow teams indemnify themselves, but also manage like, to wink, wink, nod, nod. manage to. Yeah. Fe- Pittsburgh's still getting fucked. You know yeah, what I they mean? Don't like, have the money. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. like it, it's like whoever 
was getting fucked currently still getting fucked. I don't know about that. Yankees are fucking pipelining the shit. Yeah, but that's that's a billionaire race. And if you can't afford to be in the game, get out of the game. See, I can see. This is the thing to me. If you if you look at a pro sports league, because there's I think this is billionaires. But but I'm of the I'm an extremist on this. Where I think Pittsburgh should be kicked out of fucking. uh, Oh, you want to go to like? Do you want to go to the uh, the thing they do in soccer? They tall minimum spending. I think there needs to be minimum. What is it called when they send like you get off the not the in the in the league Premier League Premier League you get get, downgraded to like downgraded to we have somebody from the UK right here why we I don't know if you follow sports at all Penny. <laughs> yeah, relegation. Relegation. Okay. Right, because if you're in the bottom, so you get knocked down that. to the minors. Yeah, but which the is, reason for I that mean, is like not that. is not that I I would love for the pirates to be a thing. You know what I mean? Oh, and they're good. Great. It, Andy Vance like. Yeah. But, but the fact that when they when Dave I, Parker. So so everybody's sorry. I'm sorry, our listeners. When yeah. when they do the math breakdown between the wealth that the owner has and what the team is is relegated yep. to, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And, yes. and it, what I'm saying is, I I'm actually. On a weird like MLB needs quality control. You you need minimum spending. Baseball's one you of know? the well, baseball's. I mean NBA they have a minimum. Yep. And if you don't hit the minimum, you have to take the amount the difference. Say say the say the uh, the cap is hundred million, but the minimum's fifty five, mm. and you spent forty eight. You have to take the seven million difference and divide that up to your current players. Right on. Which is cool. Uh, NFL has a minimum. I don't know about NHL, but MLB should do a better job with that. Way and it's better. holding them back because it's they they maintain a level of parity and a level of local interest in spite of that. Yes. And it's fucked up. So right. there's no there's no minimum and there's no real maximum. You just get taxed. All right, let's yeah. pivot to hardcore. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, How would you feel like what, a half what an is hour it? of Hold on. I'm gonna confess something. Yeah. I've never heard hardcore music. I know. Well <laughs> have you considered hardcore? <laughs> what if what if you yes. went on tour yes with three other bands you're on a four bill package tour we'll say drug church because you're more active sure the other bands you're going out with four bands they're going uh, out with three other bands that's true yes these are going out with like purely hardcore bands okay well it doesn't even matter they're going out and crushing it every night and you're like holy shit they're making me look fragile and weak and old and tired I know (laughs) good luck (laughs) you find out they got the fishbowl of PDs. Those aren't M&M's. Whole bands going like this and going like this. Can I be honest with you? You think they need it? Can I speak from my heart? If somebody beat me on stage one night, I would assume they're on performance enhancing drugs. That fucking tour wouldn't go very long. I'd say, nah, this motherfucker is cheating. Look at this fucking guy. I know, but yo, you're getting smoked and people are talking about it. People are like, yo, okay. these bands are like, smoking old, them. man. What happened, me, man? How are you feeling? Because now you're the dude who's being clean. Who's a dude who's clean throughout that? The the um, the steroid era? The steroid era. There's a few. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh, My Piazza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the, the Mets fan. I'm going to yeah. through. Um, there's, you know, Ken there's, Griffey. Ken Griffey, right. You're, 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 you're looking, say your you're Ken, looking Griffey Ken Griffey 2003 in Cincinnati compared to these dudes. I mean, I'm still a legend. They could, they, they can fucking. Yeah, but you are slowing down, what, and like everyone else years? is like Albert Pujols, just like flying right by you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you so, know they taking those PEDs. What do you do? I mean, that's tough. Uh, I, I know. Should, I, I know. Should, I put it in your do you bag, pop man. One? No. To but, try. But, but, okay, so but I'll say this. No. I'll say this. No, I wouldn't. But I'll say this. Do, yeah. um, I, I. This is a hard thing to think about because it's so impossible. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, like it's just it's it's really like I have to stretch. So we pivoted. Si- we were trying to pivot to hardcore. We just pivoted to bravado. Yeah. I, so here, all right, here is a question. I have to put myself in my sci-fi bag for this one. I, I, I can't really picture Are this there, shit. Name me three bands, current bands. <laughs> yep. That you'd be like, oh fuck. I don't really want to go out. That might be tough to follow. Oh, Turnstile. You don't yeah, want to play tur- after Turnstile. No, tu- well, I mean, not even in terms of like bigness. Just no, like just bands that are like live. energy. No, turnst- Turnstile is a high energy fucking thing. T- yeah. Turnstile's, you know, um, really Turnstile. Uh, Code Orange? Code Orange is so professional, it's hard to go after them. And they do have a level of energy oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. vibe. It'd probably be hard for you to go on after. Uh, well, that's what, are that's, you saying that's you're, what Code Orange is really selling, vibe. And you, and you're, but you're saying you'd be willing to take Code Orange out to open for Drug Church. <laughs> I heard it here. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, no, uh, Jamie, I'll get you his number. You can. The, the, I would say that's tough right now. Like this is not me low rating anybody because there's uh, you know like every time I low rate bands on here, somebody gets mad. No, at there's me. a level of ignorance and not seeing bands, so that's okay. Yeah, just like, just just put it out there. You don't know what you haven't seen. Which is you okay. know what I think would be tough. I mean, and this is you're gonna. I I can't even say because I'm gonna put you in a bad position. Because your bravado is going to kick in, and but look, it's a friend of yours that is a really sweet guy. But that person can just—they can step up if they need it. What? What's up? I feel like it would be hard to go on after Touche. A really high energy band, good front person. Uh, but he's going to want you. You take. I'll that take challenge. that smoke. He's uh, I'll that take that smoke. All right, here's a good Jeremy one Ball, because we'll pivot it. from here. Would you have liked to have played after Trapped Under Ice? Now. Or in 2014, 2012. Reunion era, Trapped Under Ice. Like now. Right. We're, so, we're, so for the record, we're talking exclusively uh, energy. Uh, energy all, on stage. All, all fans being equal, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Right, no walk out, everything being right, exactly right, right. Because we're talking about bands that are significantly bigger than my band, just so yes. everybody at home understands, well, I to clarify, understands yeah. that my bravado is not uh, fantasy. It's yeah, not, we're in the sci-fi bag right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not a rationality. Um, so we're talking about bands significantly bigger. There's Sometimes there's a reason that they're bigger, and that's because they're fucking great, right? Yeah. Sometimes these bands are fucking great live. Um we're only talking about great live. I think I saw. I think I saw TUI in all eras. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure, yeah. So, I think so too. Actually, I think I did actually. So, I. Uh, I mean, I'm. This might not be everybody's opinion. Some people don't like current TUI. Correct. I'm 100 percent with, with it. Yeah, okay. current TUI. I think TUI is. I think mid period TUI is the most entertaining to me personally. Mm-hmm. But I'll still take this TUI, no doubt. But this is still a good TUI. Um, the self-aware thing turns people off. Yes. Uh, I love it. These, the songs are still the songs. The, the players are still the players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They've just been on enough stages that it doesn't have to be... They've seen a million faces. The, and yeah, rocked, rocked them all. Them all. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be life or death. It can be fun, goofy-ass fucking time, right? And, and uh, you can change over 10 years. That's allowed, I heard, yeah. Sometimes. Uh, I don't so, think so. That's what I heard. <laughs> you get canceled if you get canceled. <laughs> uh, canceled. So, so here's the thing. We need a cancel horn. Are we going to cancel somebody? Oh, no, we just need a... We need a that's the cancel horn. So, canceled. So, <laughs> like a guillotine. Canceled. Would I take TUI in their prime? Would I say... Let's say prime. Big Kiss Goodnight just hits and everybody knows the words. You know what? Yes. Yep. And here's the reason that you would you would be okay going on after them. Yes, all things being oh, and wow. he, and here's the reason. Mm. The, uh, Begin sh- head shakes from behind you, which I love. <laughs> I love. Here's why bravado in full effect right now because or bravado is but Patrick says it in a French way because do you bravado do bravado. you do you get better 
from just smoking people beneath you? Or do you get better oh, having from actual, rise to level? Rise actual level. fucking... You got to rise to the occasion. Yes. This is the call. <clears throat> if you it's don't have what it tough. takes. Like, me personally, you can't spar with somebody you're going to whoop their ass. You know what I mean? Like, give me somebody that's going to whoop my ass. That's we'll true. See, let's okay. see how it goes. So, Has Drug Church played after a band in the last three oh, years yeah. that you're like, ah, it was rough. All right. No. Self-defense may have. Yeah. Uh, nah. Candy? Candy's great, but it's such a different vibe that it was like. Kenny has something he got to say. Patrick watched a band before him in the last three years. That's, that's a better that's, question. That's the question we we kind of like. He was suspension of the wall. It's suspension of disbelief. Yeah. We call it here. Yes. You, don't know what, you, you can't be hurt by what you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is that? Are we getting into his psychology? That that's might be part of it. Because you don't like, want to go out there and be like, "Fuck, I gotta follow the, this." The I'm the get fragility of man being like. Oh man, this band might be really good. Ooh, I've heard good things about Dead Heat. I, I better in, stay in the car. I Ooh. live in that world. Yeah, that makes sense because I go fuck. You don't want to see it. If I don't want to see it. If oh, there's nobody out there, or there's a ton of people, and they're going off for this band, and like fuck. I think in the next hundred days, I'm playing like seventy shows. So, and here, you're gonna smoke them? Uh, no, but here's my point. To anybody, now I'm not like a crazy tour dog like some of these motherfuckers out here, but like to somebody that's doing that many shows, right? Well, you gotta be, you gotta be good. It's ten thousand hours. Sure, but no, that's not that's not where I'm going. I'm going, and firstly, I've seen plenty of bands that seemingly get no better. But the, <laughs> the, the the question I would have is, and this is not defending myself. This is just a question. He's you smirking, pe- so you he's people smirking. really watch every fu- you people watch the bands. I watch at least a, a song or two from every band. Yeah, but you, uh, you play frequently now. That's what I'm saying. Like when you were on tour, did you watch everybody? No, no. Nope. Yeah. Oh God, you're a sociopath. That's not true. Not not every sh- you know not every song, but like even like if we were on tour for 30 days, I watched the bands so- who weren't he wasn't seeing also every other day. right. Every or, day. I mean, I literally watched Hopecon every night and I watched Bleeding Through every night. That's not the whole crazy. set necessarily. The all depending. Did you have a balcony with a seat? No, because I'm not. Do- what? There's a side of the stage, man. Oh no. No, I just you know because I would hope for the same for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you not, want like you're not that. I'm kind. I'm kind no. of indifferent so on if there, if anybody wants. No, I feel like it's kind of like if we're playing last, it's like oh, oh, you guys are going back to the hotel. All right, we'll be over here. Like, I think, yelling. Yeah, I think, that I sucks. think as a, yeah, if you're like, in the like band, it's a nice respect thing. Oh, you I think don't want to be disrespectful, guy. Maybe not self defense. No, you don't watch it. I think in self defense, you have at least one or two folks who watch. Yes, yes, for sure. Yes, and in drug church, it seems like at least a couple guys who do it too. Yeah, yeah, right. So you you are exempted by having those. Yeah, I might farm out those responsibilities. My friend worked for Lil Wayne okay and he would legitimately show up 10 minutes before he was supposed to play yep. fucking SUV pull in the back he literally go from the SUV to the stage yep I feel like that's what you do in a poor man's version it is a very poor man's version but, but like to me but, if I was like you, that's the biggest compliment Patrick's ever received yes. is poor man's Lil Wayne yeah like Nicki Minaj was on the tour and all these, but wouldn't you be like you, you didn't watch me once there might have been some legalities he wasn't allowed to be around. I no joke. Yeah, for sure. I'm not even trying to be funny. No, like, no, I think he sure. had some kind of parole shit that he couldn't be yeah, around. Felons no, entirely possible. That's true. Um, but I mean, would you like? I spoke to one of your tour, tour mates recently, yeah. relatively recently, and they were like, "Yeah, I don't really know that guy." That's true. Because you were around so infrequently, they forgot you were in the band. That's true. <laughs> and he and she know who they are. Yeah. And. They were like, I don't really know him. I'm like, he's a fucking weirdo. I've known him for 20 years. He's a complete weirdo. Mm. But they're like, yeah, he's so not, he's never here. So we don't like equate this band with him, <laughs> which is wild for him to hear that. <laughs> like, you know, drummer number two is more of like a band guy yeah, to yeah, yeah. like to them than yes. 
Well, when you're a superstar. You know what I mean? That's, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> right. So let's out? pivot. I know. Please, for the love of Christ. Now, with which one of your bands would you rather tour with Angel Dust in 2019? Um, I Drug think Drug Church just didn't. Uh, we were supposed to do Europe together, and for some reason we're not. I think because we're trying to put that together in the fall. Okay. This is all behind. This is all inside baseball stuff, people. Um, uh, Angel Dust, uh, High Energy Act. Uh, Are they still high energy? Yeah, I okay. saw footage recently that was um, I was mind blown. He plays guitar now. Yeah, yeah, and does I realize and, that. and I, does well. Does well. Uh, uh, I picture the uh, Marty McFly like playing guitar, like hopping backwards. Vibe. It's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like that. It's I was but with really a better looking guy. I think Justice is better looking than, than Michael, Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. One hundred percent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I did know a lot of people that like Michael J. Fox was like their first crush, but I probably know a lot of women yeah. right now feels like that's that like Justice having, might have been their first crush. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like that's having a crush on like a woodchuck, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he was just cute. But no cute, sex appeal. No, cute was big though. You know, what I mean, cute, I know. sex wasn't eighty. Eighty four yeah. was not sexual. Right, right. right. The problem was that uh, I thought of him as the key, uh, the um, the young Republican from his TV show. From yes. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Family ties. Family ties. Family ties. Mm. Um, Michael so P. Keaton. Long as we've got is that no? As long as we've is got that each other. Is that it, or is that the other one? I don't remember. That's the other Jason one. That's Hogan Bateman's family. That's Jason. It. This is the that the mm. Family Ties has his sister. The one, the song we were just singing has Jason Bateman. You take the good, you take, take the, the bad, bad, you take, take them all. all they have. Have the facts alive. Okay, no, different the one. The facts alive. Different one. Uh, that one's a little. I did have nose. a crush on one of the girls from Facts Alive. So I had a crush on Joe Polnicek. Yeah, that's one. Joe. No shit. Yeah. Right good there. job. Boom. Okay. Good looking. I lady. mean, that's the girl it, with the black hair. No, she was like the tough girl. But dark hair. Yeah, dark hair. Dark hair. Yeah. A little bit like the not quite tomboy, but she, a little she would, more. She would, she would like threaten to punch people and shit. Yeah. 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 No. It says a lot about my choices in the sure. in the interim, um, but yeah. Uh, where were we? We're talking about oh, Angel, Angel Dust. Dust. Uh, drug Church. I think Drug Church should go out with Angel Dust. Culture abuse. There should be a non-core fucking the yes, heavy the touring festival. There, there should be a heavy hitters of non-core fucking right. thing, like yeah. Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah we got. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me read something because this is we're actually going to do a listening party episode. That's probably you've probably already heard our listening mm. party episode, so we can talk about this. I got what I thought was the best um, review, honest review of the Angel Dust, the new Angel Dust record. Hit me. This Angel Dust record. Two genuinely good songs. The rest sounds like theme music for sitcoms, like somewhere between Friends and family-friendly Disney Channel comedies. And this is someone who has two children um, who would be familiar with all of the above. Okay. I'm not going to front that Bang My Drum song. Pretty goddamn catchy. Right. That's probably one of the hits. I'm just a bad friend. I don't know. I, I haven't well, listened we, to it yet. I haven't listened to very much. So we're, we we listened to some on the listening party that we haven't recorded yet, but you've heard already. Mm-hmm. Um, and a would, lot would, of mixed feelings. This record's generating a lot of heat. Uh, it in, is. In both ways, yeah. So look, everybody. I don't see. I see pockets of super positivity. And then a lot of people who are more into hardcore are like, this shit sucks. Right. Everyone goes for the Lemonheads thing. Which I don't, I don't I, totally hear it. The one, I hear the one, the, one, the, fir- the early wrong. song, whatever the early single was, they released two songs at the same uh, time. I heard one of them. It, uh, uh, not bang your drum. It was fairly lemonheads. Um, no, it was the first first release. Big ass love. Um, that could be. Yeah. Um, but and and guess what? In 2019, I want to th- hot take. Angel Dust bigger than the goddamn Lemonheads. Oh. Uh, I don't. Dando yeah. Dando's probably filling a. Eh, I'm going to see 500 cap in May. Maybe? I don't know. I'm going to see the Lemonheads playing Brooklyn Bowl, mm-hmm. which is 600 cap. 
Okay. Like, I they're not they going to sell I that they, out. I bet they fill it in New York. It's against Earth Crisis. Not that that oh. ma- But that matters to me because I picked Lemonheads sure. over Earth Crisis. Mm-hmm. And in, uh, Infest. Really? Mm. So there's literally those three shows within like a mile radius. When is that? Why don't May we, 4th. Why don't they do a jam up mixer party? I'd watch that. You think Infest would play with Lemonheads? I think, I think you have to do Infest, Lemonheads, Earth Crisis. In that order? Like, yeah, in that order to keep the most amount of people in the room. I feel like it's the opposite. Yeah, you keep you have infested the top. Infested the biggest. So, uh, but Earth Crisis it's has mat- those hits, right? But people have seen every everybody on Earth who likes hardcore music who was around for an era saw Earth Crisis at least by accident, right? right. Inf- Infest is a different beast where yeah. not everybody's seen them. And the Lemonheads have have a, a bit of a, a resurgence, yeah. yes, with younger people that definitely never saw them, right? Even like in their like more recent incarnation. Right. I think we all kind of put on a stink face at the idea of an Earth Crisis infest Lemonhead show. I would be no, so I'm with go. I'm, I'm with that. Because yeah. I would literally go to all those shows individually if okay. I could. Yeah. yeah if they I, weren't happening at the same exact time. I would need somebody to give me a review of an infest show in the last few years. Supposedly they've been good. I've Still heard very that too. Good. I've heard that too. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's not like you're not going to be like, well, that was different. Right. It's the same. It's the same show you've seen. If you saw them the first reunion, right. it's the same show. Like, how do you change it up? You throw out a, a horn player, right? Well, for for, for, <laughs> for, for, for research for research for a recent episode, I was watching live videos of uh, "Man Is the Bastard." Oh, Jesus uh, Christ! Wow, sorry. Not entertaining. No, uh, you know what I mean. Like, it, there were a patch. Band. When somebody right. tells me they like "Man Is the Bastard," my first thought is. Either A, oh, you're weird, or B, you're trying to hard. You're trying to be weird. It's a patch game. They're a patch band. Oh, I mean, that's I feel like, every, you know, but why Man is a Bastard, a.k.a. Charred Remains. Everyone, how many times did you see that? But why does, yeah, why do patch bands. Charred Remains, some good tracks. Why I saw it, that idea. Why is it okay for patch bands to be visually <laughs> undynamic on stage? Non-dynamic. Why, why, why because it's okay? about the aesthetic and not the actual energy. They're not of the there live to show. fucking entertain you. <laughs> wow, that's what it is, bro. Yeah, wow, uh, they're there to teach me a lesson. Uh, I don't know. I just I think it's interesting that there's offshoots of punk and hardcore that are uh-huh. much less interested in being fun. You know what I mean? And you know yeah. me, I don't think everything needs to be like smile on your face. You know what I mean? But no, but like Tragedy was an incredible live band. There you go. You right. know what I mean? That, so, and they were all frowns. So, right. <laughs> yes. Yes, for all sure. Um, anyway. Uh, I mean, it's not like self-defense is up there. Like you're you're smiling kind of at your own jokes. But yes. um, but not when you're playing your songs. No, 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 no. No, but you do these weird like gesticulations and yeah. stuff. But like, the rest of the band is like at a funeral. Oh, I wouldn't say they're at a funeral. Not in a bad way, but no. they're not like, it's not like they're jumping around. It's no, not jumping no, no, around no, music. No, no, no. There's no jumping around. No jumping. You kick, would forbade it? You're kicked out of the band if you jump around. <laughs> no youth crew jumps. Yeah, no youth crew jumps. Yeah. Uh, Has anyone in any of your, other than Drug Church, I think at some point someone in End of Year has probably hopped. The Hans used to hop incessantly. Okay, there yeah. we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so that's why. Yeah, it was the exa- hopping. Exactly, it got him out. Exactly. Sorry, Hans. Sorry, Hans. Yeah. Can't, can't, I mean, he's not listening. So. No no hopping. He might. He's a low You think he's a. No, I don't think so, but it would be fun if he does. Is he Hans, a secret hater or a secret listener? No, not a secret hater, a, a fan and supporter. Um, love that we read some of his stuff on the air. Um, but yeah. Has he been safe on New Scotland Avenue since he said all that stuff about? I think he has. I all think right, it's good. been safe. I think good. the streets are safe in 518. Well, I, saw, I saw some of the Troy guys were just pumped that Troy was getting talked about. Oh, and I we, love got, it. We, we got. Dirt uh, bikes. <laughs> 
I got clarification on on those lyrics from Will from Detain, who because no. uh, you had to outsource your Troy knowledge yes, to a guy to, in yes, Michigan, yes, from right. um, and, Ann Arbor. Yeah, uh, and he he hits me and goes from one of uh, Wartime Manor uh, fifty three monthly listeners on <laughs> on Spotify, like one of the one of the devoted. Um, but okay, what are we talking about today? What do we got? Uh, we got we're gonna do some random stuff, mailbag. Um, what do you got? We also have some what ifs. Do we want to start with mailbag questions or do we want to start with what ifs? It's flip a coin. I, I don't do know what, what, what like Let's do what ifs. I'm yeah. gonna do an easy one because this came up in a question, but I, I want to flesh it out a little more. What if Inside Out released an LP? What would it be like, etc.? I'm gonna say one thing. I think it would have come out on Revelation. Okay. Sure. Um, they did have some songs. Okay. I think I posited the question, are we sure that Vic didn't recycle some of those riffs for early 108? Not at all sure. No. Not at all sure. So that... Because it happened kind of concurrently. Or, or very shortly thereafter. Sure, yeah. The Inside Out material, when you think about Vic's writing, Beyond had some melodic stuff, but as he evolved, his writing got harder. He started writing harder, yeah. crunchier material. By the end of one, not end of one hundred eight, because they're still doing shows. But by the first uh, end end of the, first run, yes, uh, he's doing a very clever take on metal. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So, There's so, definitely some Slayer influence there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, he did get harder. Um, somewhat keeping with the times, that would be an interesting uh, sort of thing. Listen to just his music because. Beyond has some interesting, uh, interesting variations on the era, but is still very much of the era. Mm -hmm. uh, Inside Out is kind of singular, but maybe in some ways that was in the water in California because there was a lot of stuff that was either immediately influenced by it, or those kids were all sipping from the Kool Aid. That's possible. The same same pot. That's possible. Uh, and then 108 was i mean i think it's superior to most of it but it was crunchy 90s material at base right so like he kind of he kind of became the madonna of that shit well yeah. you know what i mean like he just is running with uh running with the times and i think then what did zach go do he goes and does Rage Starts rapping, yeah. Yes. You see that first yep, show? The first show. Oh, Jesus. Cal we've all been there, though. Yeah, Cal for State, sure. Cal for State sure. Northridge. I wasn't rapping. Come on! I wasn't rapping. So no, I, but like we've know, all been in that, like, we shouldn't be here. Yes. Yo, this is such a terrible idea. Who yes. booked this? 55 minutes, I think it is. The, the set, yeah. The set is very long. Yeah, yes. it is. Brutal. Um, With no one given a... So does... Fuck. Do we think... I, I will say this, though. I think Zach's move into rap... Like rapping vocals, I don't think he would have brought that to 108 necessarily. I think that no. was sort of like, hey, I am now doing something different. There might have been some elements of that creeping in, I'm but not, I don't think it would have been like, oh, the one, the Inside Out LP would have been like, like Rage Against the Machine, yeah. but a little more hardcore. You know, I'm not a Zach. There's Zach fans out Stans. there. Stands, stands. I'm not one of them, so right. this question's probably got answered a million times. Was there any sign or symptom that he was rapping before? Because he seemed to come out of nowhere with this fucking rapping thing. Well, so here's the thing. He must have been practicing in his bedroom. If nobody saw him had, do this, he had to be in front of a mirror all the time. Like, you know. I'd love to know about his musical take there because he... I mean, we know his burrito one, but was, I would like to know. I, I, I was going to slide it in, yep. He, one of our deep cuts. He was in Hard, so or hard, hard Stance. He was in Inside Out. He was in the earliest iterations of Far Side. 
Right. And if you put together the more melodic Inside Out tracks and then go, okay, this dude also did Far Side early. He's got to lean for more melodic stuff. He fucked around with Underdog, clearly. We all know it from the demos LP. Yep, he's on the cover. I don't know what we're getting. I think it goes... I think if you listen to the Beyond LP, that's the that's the key to what um, an Inside Out LP would sound like, is to think about some of the musical progressions there. Um, I think it would have been more melodic, but I think there would have been more crunch. Um, I'm saying it's not as good. They lose some of their legendary I, status. Easily. Absolutely, because how few... I mean, I, I want to say this. I like the Burn LP that came out 20 years, 20 years, years after, after the Savage. Yeah. I like... I think the last great C material that Burn did which was recorded around then, 91, 92, whatever, right, right. is fucking incredible. They're but like stuff. from an EP to go do a full length, how many hardcore bands, as we talk about ad nauseum on this, how many bands go from writing a classic EP to writing a an even better full length? Few. Girlbuses. 1%. Youth of Today's full length yeah. are better than their, their EP. You know, there's very few though. Very few. Zach, I mean, it's pretty much Walter Schreifels has to be in it. <sighs> it's pretty close. It's a huge help. Quicksand. Huge help. Yep, true. Um, there's a few that do, you know, and you can argue, I mean, negative approach, 7-inch. Is the negative approach LP better than the 7-inch? I think most people say no. Could you help me with this? Mm-hmm. So, because like most red-blooded Americans under a certain age, yes, I listened to negative approach on the uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Discog. <clears throat> I, think in, I think if you didn't, if you got into hardcore... After 1990, that's your yeah. more likely go-to. Am I wrong, or does the 7-inch have more songs than the LP? I think it does. So, I... Or it's the same amount. Like I think the 7-inch... I consider the 7-inch... That's an LP to me. I don't give a fuck, because it's like 7 songs, or 8 like songs, songs, or something. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's, it's not a fucking... You're saying because of the number of songs. Number of songs. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're 53 seconds. Who cares? Yeah. It, it, it's... It's, it's a lot of material. It's, it's lo- all good. It's a lot of it's. It's their better material, mm-hmm. and and uh, yes. So to the point, I don't. I one hundred percent. I'm a seven inch over LP guy, but they're the same thing in that case. So so here's here's where I'll go for it. When you write a great, and this is mm, such a cool thing to note, and something to apply to this inside out conversation. Negative approach, perfect seven inch, just about real close. Minor threat, seven inch. Just the two. Yeah. So you have filler and then you have the in my eyes. Just about perfect. Both mm-hmm. of them. In I, my you know eyes. what though? I struggle with minor threat just the same way as negative approach. What? Because I listen to them in the compilation. Of course. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I same. never, I never like, it's not like yeah. this, the this out is, of steps evidence. Yeah. It's like, I listen to the no, fucking. It, it, this, is, this is posthumous having to think this because it's right. minor I never thought a 26 of it. song complete discography that's perfect. So, right. so f- this, let's veer off on this for one yeah. second. Mm-hmm. So for research for another episode, I realize there's a lot of this material that I have the dates mixed up or the like the orders the material sure, that sure. what material appears on what uh, actual yep. seven inch or what actual mm-hmm. LP right. because I always listen to it discography in, in discography format mm-hmm. and that's a really and firstly some it's, stuff you realize that some bands either dipped at a weird time that uh-huh. you don't understand or. <laughs> Or kicked it up a notch at a yep. time, and right. you're not thinking that when you're listening to discography style. You know so what here's I mean? the no. yes, no, it doesn't. It's really tough. But when you parse it out, I think Negative Approach and Minor Threat both did the right move. Um, they had debut seven inches that were 
fucking basically perfect. Yeah. And if you don't think they're perfect, uh, shut off the podcast. Go listen to something else. Go listen to the Easy Core podcast. Actually, no, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that because I'd like you to write us. Yeah. And explain to us why. Why the Minor Threat 7-inch or yeah. the Negative Approach 7-inch isn't perfect. Like, what songs would you cut he, off he, those? Well, no, he, okay, oh, let, let's go on another deviation. You okay. ready? Sure, we're branching. We try not to be the... If you, don't, if you don't like yeah. this, get the fuck out sort yeah. of guys. But we hit, at base, there's certain acts that were like, yeah. or certain releases that were like, mm, you really can't top it's this. It's hard. Yeah. But I also get a lot of pushback because people feel that way about Age of Quarrel, and I don't care about Age of Quarrel, right? Yeah. But that, I, mean, I bet you there's more people like that. That that what? That don't fuck with Age of Quarrel. You think? I then, don't know. I a minor think, threat, sure. I think, it, I think a kid might not fuck with a minor threat. Uh, write us, if you don't like one of those, uh, the the minor threat record or or, or the negative approach record. Right. Write us. I feel like negative approach might be on not be on kids' radars. Minor threat is still on people's radars. I don't know. I think negative approach is, uh, but it's it's it waxes and wanes in such a finite way because negative approach. Even if you go back uh, seven or eight years ago, now their reunion has skewed it a bit too. I think because they're available and they are right. not the like. If you told me in two thousand. That you could just go see Negative Approach right. three times a year in 15 years, I would be like, that seems fucking crazy. Yeah. But now you can. I think that that skewed it. But there's been times where Negative Approach, we talked about this, we think there's more of a Negative Approach influence in hardcore 100%. in that kind of stuff than Minor Threat, threat sure. just because of the sound and the ease of completing that yeah. sound. Um, all right, so to go back to what I was yeah. getting to, they both saw what they did. They wrote near perfect seven inches and realized we can't copy that as a 12-inch and emu and expect the same results, we need to change it up a little bit. Minor Threat actually did it from the first 7-inch to the second 7-inch where they tweaked their sound a little bit and then from those two 7-inches to out of step, another big tweak. Negative Approach from the 7-inch to Tied Down, same deal. They start writing songs that are a little longer, start doing some different stuff, but it's the same. You can listen to that and it makes perfect sense. If Inside Out were to follow that format, that sound could have gone 18 different ways. Do we see it going groovier? Do we see it going crunchier? Do we see it going more like the song Redemption and going more melodic? It could have gone any of those directions. Okay. I think... <laughs> um, I don't... I've done shows with the guys in Modern Life is War, but I don't, I don't really know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I, I never thought about it, but I'd be really curious to hear what impact Inside Out, aside from the general impact oh, that we're okay. all listening to that. Yeah. If you're of a certain age, that was mandatory listening, right? But I, I'm not suggesting that a new Inside Out record would sound like a Modern Life is War record. But what I'm I saying is, what, what I'm saying is that what it, what uh, made Modern Life like Modern Life is War don't what what made them stand out at the time was uh, kind of a willing a willingness to chance being boring in exchange for an epic feel. Does that sound correct? Sure. Cause by well, my, like that song that, that free did. Right. It's a long ass that, song. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So I right. bet, I bet the, the, the late, if there was an inside out LP, I bet that it would have been crunchier. Yeah. I don't think it would have been groovier, but what I really think is it would have chanced, being boring in exchange for epic. Right. That's what I think. Two and a half minute that songs would be out the window. There'd be four and a half minute yes. things. I yeah. think you're right on that. I think we also low rate the importance of Inside Out to the New Age Records catalog. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, right. I, right. Like I think that influenced all that new age, the classics, new age. That's stuff, what I was saying. Like, which is great right, though, because it was right there. It was within like a year. Well, yep. Right. And, yeah. th- and that's why I was saying that maybe they were all sipping on the same thing or maybe inside out was so like you could, you just fell in love with that when you that saw record it was big right yeah, away. Right. And I think it was there. Um, all right. So that was a good one. That's a good question. We got a few more actually. So let's Can you do imagine going else? from having Zach to Rob 108 as you sing <laughs> You're you're blessed. That's, it's person. a very fucking insane. It's you're a, blessed. Yeah, it's a very different feel too. All right, two of the best that ever did it. This is a very different kind of question. Um, Jack at Jack Nealon on Twitter asked, "What up, Jack? What if Hatebreed broke up after the first record? So we're talking under the knife, right? Or are we talking oh, satisfaction? No, I think we're talking satisfaction. satisfaction? Okay, I, I satisfaction. think. Okay. Um, All right, after satisfaction. Uh, so so interesting thing. Satisfaction. We just did a listen of, of some of the '90s material. Satisfaction is actually later than I thought. '97. Yeah. Is that right? Or is it 95? Might be 95. It's no, it's e- not 95. Either it's like 96 or 97. Either Satisfaction? way. Satisfaction? It, yeah. 97. It's later than I thought, right? That's later than I thought. Yeah. So uh, that impacts my view of this a little bit because was Hatebreed a revelation that changed a lot of heavy music for at least a decade? Yeah. Undeniably, right? Yeah. But, yes. But there was, that was in the water Bef- like not before Hatebreed because Under the Knife was a few years before that but like I mean I don't know how much do you need I don't know I don't want to say you don't need Hatebreed this is all going to come off the wrong language no 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 go for they it. blew up with Perseverance they well they became like Hatebreed Hatebreed yeah. right um, but Satisfaction was you know there's people that that is their it's their age of quarrel it's it, age it, of quarrel for like the new kids 100% there you go yes for, for anyone under 40 that's their age of quarrel correct not right. me so, no sure <laughs> but, well but, but for a lot of people under 40. A lot of people. Most. A lot of people. And, under 35? And, no, I mean... It, it, Maybe under 40. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people. The the point is... I have a good follow-up question. I would like to know what Bob's age of quarrel is. Oh. Age of quarrel. Okay. There you go. <laughs> right there. There you go. <laughs> well, like anything... Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, so Hatebreed, uh, Satisfaction, is that for a lot of people? Sure. The age of quarrel is my age of quarrel. Yeah, it's... <laughs> But yo, dog! I heard you like the age of quarrel when you age of quarrel. Yeah, sorry, white guys explaining in memes. memes yeah. Meme time. Um, in the meantime, but <laughs> but would it have been overshadowed by like if they had broken up? Integrity is not the same as hate breed, no. but there is plenty integrity in hate breed. Correct. Uh yeah, I think they would. And what? Yeah. What is integrity put out after pers- after satisfaction that anyone gave a shit about? No, uh, not. Well, I mean, plenty, I love plenty, but not to the same. No, but I'm saying, what did integrity put out? Oh, integrity. Pardon me. Um, that so that era. Sure. Okay. Yes. Nothing. 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 I mean, right. if we're really no, being yeah, no, honest, it's being honest. It's fine. After um, humanity, and you can uh, look. For, for, what's so the record was, after humanity? It's um humanity. Seasons. And seasons. seasons. People, Nobody really. People fall like off seasons, on seasons, but seasons is the the breaker. That's the tipping point. Yeah. And after there's that. people in the modern era who really ride for some later stuff. Yeah. But it's not even in the same conversation. Let's be real. No. Sure. Right. So it wouldn't have been like integrity would have like taken. In Hatebreed's spot. In I don't that. think so. No, but what I guess what I'm saying is that, and I'm taking nothing away from Hatebreed. No, no, no. I think, are, are you asking the question, Hatebreed's record, Satisfaction, was big, huge, blah, blah, blah. Would it have been as big, huge, and blah, blah, blah if they weren't relentlessly out there putting it out to everyone? I think the answer is definitely no. <laughs> definitely no. no you're I right. think it still would have been remembered. It still would be a record people look at. But like many things, if it only hits for a minute and then it's gone, people look at it and go, "That was a great record." Uh, I right. don't know. Would they about be that having thing. a big reunion like last year at a big festival, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. maybe. You know and, what I mean? and, and but but we might even 
a big festival because like think about how big Hatebreed's ceiling is so much higher than 99% of big hardcore bands. Like think yeah. about this. The Chromags never got to one tenth as big as Hatebreed did. Right. You know so, what I mean? Not sure. And like the biggest reunion a Chromag show could play is, I don't know, uh, let's say 2,000 people maybe. At the most. Yeah. At the most. So I think we'd be looking at that. Hatebreed would be looked at Let's say they do Satisfaction and they play a handful of shows after and break up. They would be looked at. They would be remembered. There would be bands who take their sound. But I think, one, a lot of that sound would have been lost or someone else would have had to come in and really... like. That's what I'm suggesting. Like, Somebody would have filled the gap. Like Here's a good question for, as a follow-up off this. And I would wonder, and maybe we'll ask the players in this, if Hatebreed didn't exist in the way that they existed... Does a band like Terror exist? Oh. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. Good question. Because I think a dude like like a kid like Todd Jones would have been a student of that, would have definitely been aware of Hatebreed. Dudes like Scott Vogel still would have been that. Would it have meant one of those yeah. bands? Would it would have meant that lowest of the low would be even more popular or bigger than it was. I mean, the song oh, lowest for the, sorry, of the low is legitimately burial for the living. Right. It's the same thing. So here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's You're asking a different question. It, would somebody fill the gap in terms yes. of in the in the consciousness? Yes. You know what I mean? yes. But not yes. to that level, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, they were, it was a perfect storm. And also keep in mind, they tore off that record for five years. Yep. Perfect storm yep. in the perfect storm of the hustler that's Jamie Josta. Yes. Who right. busted ass busted ass and gave no fucks. It was like, oh, go tour with some giant fucking new yes. metal band. Sure, we'll do yes. it. Yeah. Go go play every big metal festival. Sure, we'll do it. Continue to push up. And to be honest, to most people who liked Hatebreed, 
they didn't lose a lot of people from that. I was never a hate breed dude, so I always looked at it and was like, whatever. But dudes who were on the hate breed bus weren't mad at them for going and doing the big tours. No, but I, I, they I fell that, off yeah. to me. To, yeah, oh, not sure. in a bad way. Not yeah. in a like, no, I just begrudge not, them this, but it's like, I, I'm not going to see them open for Slipknot. That's true. No, but uh, hold on. This is a real aside. Have we noticed a complete rewriting of the Soulfly history? Uh, I mean, yeah, they were not. They're not. Why are we? Why? Why are they even in the conversation? Well, so I am never against Soulfly in principle because I like some of that drumming fun nonsense, right? Okay, but this guy is because it's Ray from Nausea. That's it's only in the la- it's only in the it's only in the last like year and a half that I've noticed people people are backing Soulfly. Yes, are you serious? Yes. Oh, big time. Yes. Wow. Well, because Max likes full of hell and stuff, so he's still got his finger. Oh, he's down? Yeah, I think he he always liked kind of... Okay. He was always hardcore Jason. I'm not mad at him, and I'm not... I'm not, to be honest, I'm not even mad at Soulfly. It's just weird to watch. Yeah, that's kind of strange, because they weren't that popular when they started. No. It was just kind of like, well, we can't have Sepultura the way we want it, so we'll we'll do this. Yes. All right, what else we got? Um, Let's see here. This was an interesting one. Um... This came from James Kubiar, who hit me up and was like, "Hey, you guys should do an episode of Hardcore What If." So I was like, "Yeah, we've been we've been talking about doing that for a minute." Isn't that what we've been doing for the last year and a half? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, if the scandal never happens, does Champion reunite? Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. Yeah, of course, inevitable. They would have been. They what is their their legacy is a lot bigger, right? One hundred percent. Because I feel like they were like, even if so, we have. A, an episode that may or may not have come out already. Mm. If you ask people for their, you know, can I talk about it? Yeah. The top five of every five year period. Yeah. That's coming soon. So in reality, if you asked most, most people without that scandal, those probably promises kept probably would have been in a lot of people's top five uh, for the early 2000s. 100%. I think it fell out of people's memory quite a bit up until the, up until the time of said scandal. Mm hmm. You would still see champion shirts at shows. Yes. When was the last time the you band saw broke song? up in 2006? Right. When was the last time you saw a champion shirt? Like, it's the equivalent of wearing a One Life Crew shirt now. In more scandals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but like, yeah, but yeah, I'm like, right. look at me, I'm a dick. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to say some people aren't going to like. There is a band that has a, a thing that that seemingly certified happened that uh, people had a lot of tattoos of, and you weren't really. It wasn't kosher to wear that shirt. To shows anymore, people are 100% wearing that shirt to shows again. Uh, Burzum? And, and, and the, uh, yeah. it, it, so I know that people don't like that. Uh, I will point out, I'm, I'm going to point out something that people don't want to hear either. Um, these are group efforts. Uh, bands are yes, a- correct. A- and uh, if you're like me, separation of artists and art uh, art is not difficult. Uh, also, I by the way, to our listeners, uh, I make art for a career. So if you needed insight on how to do this, I can just you know, it, 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 I, I might be an expert. I like it's weird. Your use of the word career, though. Well, yeah, loose. I, I didn't say it was that's a good. Very, career. Yeah, I didn't right, say it was a good right. career. Okay, okay, okay. We're good. We're we're with it. All I didn't say it was a problem. You said I mean, you could say you volunteer as an artist. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I, art is your life. I didn't say it was. I did want to say it was a good life. Anybody. We'll put a pin on that, but continue. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is that, like, yo, you don't have to aspire to be as broke as me or have my life or anything. But what I'm saying is, like, 
when I hear somebody that's never made a motherfucking thing in their entire life mm -hmm. say like, oh, how can you separate the art and the artist? Like, well, I don't know, man. Um, I'm capable of doing it and I'm, I'm in the dirt. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm around people that do things and make things and whatever. So like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I could advise you because it seems complicated for your fucking CPA ass to fucking figure this out. But like for, for those of us that fucking uh, create, yes. it, it, it's, it's not wild. So whatever point is, uh, the, the the and it's the, the reason these conversations always recur is that hardcore is a pretty small community, small fishbowl. We don't want people who do bad things in it. We occasionally try to cancel them or get them out of it. We try to do these things ourselves. We look at it and then we decide, oh, as long as they're not in our sphere, it's okay, and that's right. problematic. Oh, they for me. Oh, oh, they opened a daycare. I don't care. It's fucking. Right. At least, can down the road. Oh, they're, they're not they're to, to dance music now and do the same things in that community. Cool, whatever, right. whatever. Um, that's why it's a weird thing. We, I get it. I am a separate art from artists, but there's a lot of exceptions to that. And more so, I'm that intellectually. Well, and to make a personal choice, I make personal choices about that all the time. Also, does, does anybody mishear us? Like, I don't, I don't know. So, so there's no, they could. There's no, not a goon in this room. But is it fair to say oh. that <laughs> art, we are capable of separating art versus artists? That doesn't mean somebody shouldn't get punched in the side of their head. Well, it and, just and I mean, because you, you can doesn't mean you have to. It just or you means should. what you and, and listen I, to. And I think we end up, you end up as pure separate art from yeah. artists. I end up, well, I lean that way, but you know, and Tom, Tom publicly will go, I separate. Yeah, I won't. I, do, I, I won't. I, I, yeah, and I think that's I can't the move tolerate. because I think he's speaking for himself very, very specifically. And yeah, saying, I'm not like, saying the, like you have to do that. No, right. exactly. I feel like it's like if you know. Of course, there's terrible people out there. Mm -hmm. But like, if you know someone who's like a pederast for better right. life, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I don't give a fuck if you're singing stuff that it's like, dude, that is my entire life right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll you find someone else. That guy. But, but, right. but what I guess what I'm saying is maybe and maybe this is access because there's very few people that I mean, there's lots of artists that I listen to that I don't uh, that I can't like they're dead or I can't access right. them in yes. some way. But most people, if I felt like, hey, you... Let me dig through your records. If you're doing something... No, it's not even that. I'm yeah. saying like, I can just approach you at a show yes. or I can find you or... I, I. That's what I'm guessing I'm saying is I don't need to separate art, for, art versus artists because we can resolve this personally if it's a, if like I believe that you're so heinous that I got to step to you. Does that make sense? Like, I, I think, right, but sometimes when people are that heinous, yeah, they disappear off the face of the earth that's for true. anyone. That's true. Yeah. news that's comes true. out and then they're nowhere to be yeah, found. No, that's all. That's all true. And look, not maybe you're supposed to play a fest with them and then they don't show up and you wonder why right. and then you find out yeah. later on what happened. But not and, then, and, and not everybody's flying across the country to punch somebody in the face. I'm just saying that like, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a. Uh, Jay Reason does. Yeah, yes, he does. But I, I'm Shout just no; those are those days are behind him. I, but I'm just saying. I that, don't know. <laughs> you want to test him? I'm just saying that it is. Uh, would PK fly across the country? Yeah, you were you were talking about. No, it. he he gets the rage up in him. I, yeah, I get the rage. I had the rage up in me last time. week. It subsides. It subsides. Who you, you were gonna fly at? I had, not that far. I was getting no, I, no. No, I was I was going to the other side of the country. I, it was I, it was the other I, side. I, of the I was getting. Oh. I was. I just spent three hours in a rage bubble. Rage bubble. Yeah. Uh, and, and then when you get out of it and you see that like you gotta you gotta be and it's like four hundred bucks to fly across the country. Well, that was actually the deciding factor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. but, but but what I'm saying is well, that's why he booked the train because he knew by the time he got there things it would subside. Right. Yeah. right. But what I'm saying is did that, you book the train? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, going across the country. Did you read that article I sent you? I don't want to see how terrible it's going to be. Okay. I, uh, but be but anyway, my point is, um, uh, yes, you can stop listening to something or uh, you can confront somebody personally. 
I just think that the further that we get away from confronting somebody personally, mm-hmm. the more room there is for uh, personal, intellectual, ethical confusion. That's yes, that's, that's just that's what correct. I'm saying. And how much do you think it, it, it the quality of the music plays into it? I want, it plays into it more 1, than anybody could ever understand. A lot or... Like you wouldn't be like, well, if it came out that all of a sudden fucking John Lennon was like a fucking... <sighs> Uh, like he wasn't a, a great guy. He, might, he wasn't a great guy. He was uh, by our by 2019 standards, he was 100 percent a woman abuser. And I have 100%. a mutual, mutual friend of uh, a mutual friend with John Lennon of his son. Oh yeah, uh, from sense. the first marriage sure. who grew up upstate. Oh shit. Okay. And um, is that Julian or guy. Sean? I think Sean. Okay. And not a great guy. And I, no, I, no. I, and I mean, they haven't gotten canceled. But but that's and that's the other thing is that it's also the thrust. Let's talk in our community. There's a lot of bands who present themselves as a very hard and very tough and do bad things. And guess what? They do have and will mm-hmm. do all the things they talk about. But because of the way they present in their music, sometimes they get a pass for it's actually like, doing. Well, that it was stuff. understood. We, you you told us before you did it. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah. hit people with things and you sing about it. Oh, and then you hit someone with a thing. I don't think I like that, but oh. Yeah. But I like I'd be the shocked music. if you didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a disconnect there. Let's kind of t- take this question because I would say Champion, while I musically never like them. No, I think it sucks. Yes. I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. I'll never listen to it again, And but I'd never listen to it to start with. They were good guys. Yeah. Yeah, very there, good. There's no Lent. There, no, this, right. This is a bad Lent for us but, because but, we're not giving up anything we care yes. about. But I think it would be... Uh, not cool and uh, uh, lying if we denied their musical impact, especially on the West Coast and especially in music. And I think the cancellation of them wholesale has led to people not listening to them and then that sort of music having less of a place. It's Some of that's coming back a little bit more, but because that, you know, that there's a figurehead of a, a wave of music, um, yeah. you know, and I think that kind of got lost. I mean... At the time, they were top, minimally Huge. top ten, maybe top five biggest bands in the game at that point. I think no question, no yeah. question, top five, yeah. no question. Yeah, yeah. You, could you, know, say, you like, could say five, but it was five. You know like here's yeah. the deal: if people want to talk about this, uh, outside of New Jersey, maybe Massachusetts, and that's more about Massachusetts not being very open to Champion, um, and a couple other spots on the Eastern Seaboard. If Champion was playing a show or Mental was playing the show the same night, three times the amount of people would go see Champion. It was it was oh, it, I, yeah. the way to put it would be that would be the big show, yes. you, like that month that whatever that Champion was, the big was coming show. through and they toured hard and they toured relentlessly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Same way we talked about Hatebreed's big influence coming from relentless touring and also putting out what people yeah. inarguably consider a standout record. Yeah, Champion promises kept was such a big record to a lot of people yeah. that. 10 years later whatever it is or ish of release you were still seeing people repping it wearing the champion long sleeves yep bridge nine selling those shirts all the time you know i mean you can always listen to betrayed it's better mm-hmm. true it i is, like betrayed a lot better in, in my view it is better yeah yeah, yeah I like uh, betrayed more. but uh i i i tend to see it differently i i think that that influence was waning a great deal even before that that, that was my take i saw well i mean i I, I, I do agree i do agree but i think then if you say Okay, this was waning, but then you take a piece off the board. Yes, I mean you know for sure, I mean? so, it doesn't it doesn't help. It's okay. like when something's not on Spotify, it's not going to help anybody's legacy. What if Ryan George from Carry On mm-hmm. never breaks edge? Does Carry On break through to the same heights as American Nightmare? No. Mm, does he no. reach level ten straight edge and be able to see through walls and read lies? 
according to many people, he reached level 10 straight edge with oh. his straight edge poetry lyrics. Oh. The oh, hardest kids still sign their names with an axe. You know what? That's true. He I might have. Actual year. It's close. <laughs> Is that the, it's, it's close, close enough. It's I've like never. The, the hardest kids still have the X's by their name. Or still, no, I think yeah. it's still signed their name with an X. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, I was never a fan. I was never a fan. You know? I mean, it was, but it was fucking huge. It was in a. Sti- it was a style I didn't care for. I mean, yeah. you could say the same thing for AN and all that. Like it just didn't. Appear I don't see it ever coming close to hitting no the AN heights. I do see. So let's say this. Yes. Carry on breaks up. Uh, Carry on doesn't break up. Mm-hmm. That means. Maybe Terror's not there. Wait a second. Go. Carry on doesn't break up. Yes. They embrace the fact that the man is no longer straight edge and they Oh, you want stay no edge. They put out their like junkyard record. You know what I mean? They put out oh. their fucking like like they put out a uh, like a late or you know mm. yeah, y- yeah. youth crew band that is now youth off the crew, rails. C-R-U-E? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> youth crew C R U E. Yes. Short lived New Jersey band. Like, Shout out. In off, uh, off the rails, Barley, Boy, Barley Point yep. party guys. You know what I mean? Like Panama. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, like dun, dun. a lot of a lot of finger picking for no reason. Lyrics. A lot of okay. like just what is it? Put your faith, put it in your faith, and we'll tear it apart. But the hardest kids still put an X by their name. Okay, yeah. that is strictly an AOL. Like I'm away from my away computer message, right yeah. now. Yeah. Aim yes. messages. One hundred percent. All right. Um. So let's go down two paths. I just want. I just want to say something about that. Decidedly, and I've met some straight edge bruisers, but decidedly, the hardest kids do not have X's next to their names. Decidedly, the hardest people I've ever met in my life. Are Who's the not toughest straight edge. straight edge dude you know? Is no longer straight edge. No, but it still is. Mm. But it still puts an X next to his name. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> that, that, that's our that's our man, <laughs> Mr. Steve Reddy. Still puts the X's and could still beat my ass. That's yeah, I've true. heard things that he's. That's true. I think he beat this whole room up no pretty question. easy. So no shout question. out. Uh, we haven't put the official email out, but EVR merch now. Someone pass along. You know what? You're right. Now that now that I'm we're reflecting, uh, now, we're trying every now, episode. We try. I'd love to have him on. Now he'd that, be great. I now, think he'd be great. Now that we're reflecting, that Steve. Yes. Okay. So, uh, outside of the number one, outside of the number one, there are some Midwest dudes. Oh, sure. That are pretty fucking scary. But a lot of them sold out over the years. There was a killer. There was a guy that I would. So I, would we say the hardest guy. kids still put an X next to their eye, like X tags? That's you know very I mean? Midwest. That's a little more Midwest uh, than straight edge. A dude that everybody in the in the room knows. We don't need to say his name. Mm. Uh, he was the single most intimidating person that I've been in a room with because of his physical, his hands were the size of my laptop and I'm not exaggerating. You Rich know Miles. I mean? yes. like, <laughs> yeah, real killer. Uh, no, but, uh, so, but a lot of those kids in the Midwest, I don't think are straight edge anymore, but there was some, yeah, there was there some, some dudes in Ohio and Michigan that would not be some, no jokes. Yeah. So, some, some bad boys. But anyway, point is, uh, Same from harm's way. He's a, he's, he's big, edge. He's, he's pretty fucking he's big, big and scary. He's a big guy. But no, I'm talking about like these. There's like like sociopath scary. Like yeah. street street motherfuckers that got like like that dude could throw you through a wall. Yes, but does he want to do the time for it? Because we know people that'll do the time. No, for that's it. true. That's, that's, the, that's, that's where I'm that's going. A, that's okay. delineation. So, so, so clean, clean living often keeps you away from that sort of thing. But sometimes it doesn't. Mostly no, in Ohio. Sometimes it um, does not. Right. I'm going to say Isaac doesn't put X's by his name. Correct. So hard guy. Yeah, that kind of artist. Yeah. If carry on, if dude doesn't break edge, what I think happens is they they do do some full time touring because those guys were all the right age Ages and they that, right? all the bands they eventually Terror goes and tours hard. Corey does touring with Terror and then with Internal Affairs they yep. tour a bunch. Um, I think they're ready. They go do that. They probably do at least one more record. 
And then it's a, a question of what the sound goes. I don't think it goes more AN. I think lyrically, that dude probably continues on that path of whatever the fuck he was doing. I think musically, if anything, they go harder. I think they end up they somewhere might have gone between. The terror route I think they wouldn't have gone full terror. I think it would have been halfway there. Which, if you look through that AN core, there's a few bands who merge those two things. Knock, yeah. knock, knocking on terror's door. Hi, hi, hi. I like. Yo, if, I do appreciate the Guns and Roses turn. I think that would have been yeah. good. Oh. I have a feeling that TJ at least likes Use Your Illusion. I would you know hope. What I mean? I would at hope. least. He doesn't he fuck with fuck. Appetite? He probably fucks with the best guy. rock record yeah. ever. I'm an Appetite guy. Appetite's good. Use Your Illusion too much. You know Vermeer Rain? Um, Come on. I'd be curious. I mean, I think AN just kind of cornered that market. And it's, and there it's was just tough. something. They just, it was kind of like we were talking about something. We were talking about like Billy Corgan. That like he has all these ideas, but he can never really totally bring them to fruition. Sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like AN brought everything to fruition and everyone else couldn't. Yeah, or they did it. Because that dude is like talented enough. They did a very... And, uh, okay, so... And they brought in the right people. I think people like that, that are Linus? lumped into the same... Yeah, look. Lumped, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they were a holistic thing. But I, but things that are lumped into the same category, such as Panic, right? Yep. Lumped in. Yep. Uh, horror Show, lumped yep. in. Uh, fairly or unfairly, yeah. whatever. It didn't have the complete package. It only... Count sa- me out. It only satisfied... Right. Yep. It only Went sa- that route. Only satisfied... Yep. One element. Of yeah, they were they were parts of the whole. I think An definitely nailed it, oh. and I think that um, they were also what's the who's the 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 first dog or first horse in a race? They were the they were the pole setter. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were okay. the pace runner. Yeah, they were ahead, and it was there was no catching up to it because you were still laying in their shadow. So it's just no matter you know, what you did, no matter yeah. what you do. So I think Carry On maybe would have consciously if they had continued as a band dude doesn't break edge they want to continue as a band they would have leaned into something different so they could be doing their own thing he wouldn't have been west coast correct Correct. so all right next question this one's a little this isn't too dark we'll try to keep it not too dark i like darkness what if rabies never died and we won't say ever at least (laughs) because the dude qualified at least not in 1997 okay so he's not a vampire or anything no i mean all right what if rabies was a vampire you know what I'm not here to. Ju- I'm be, not here to judge him. I would be in. I would think like one. Don't forget the struggle. Don't forget the streets. Mm. Maybe we're talking 1600s. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean. Things are going a different direction. Um, no. What if rabies? There. Let's be respectful. What if rabies never died? Um, They'd still be a band. Warzone would have yes. kept going because yes. that was his passion. Yeah, he would have changed 17. It would have been different. Totally memory, different members then. Who knows what the next few records? I will still say that I think Fight for Justice, the last Warzone record is better than a couple before that but they were starting they hit that range like bands career bands sick of it all terror etc where they have records where it's like eh this one's alright eh this one has three songs eh this one right. I like more than those two you know I would think they'd they go the Murphy's Law route and maybe put out a record in the interim like I don't I don't foresee right. them putting out a oh. record every two or three years I think they go like Fight for Justice maybe a record or two after that and then they just play the fucking jazz. okay yeah that's that's, that's probably right that's I, probably right I, so I I, I I only met the man once so I don't know what, I don't know where his head was at but I, it, it, that's that's really I think that's the path that's the right, one right, those are the two that's the fork in the road right. are, are you putting out new material or are you playing the hits what are you doing and are which one makes well, which one are you what are you accepting because like I think when it comes to live setting a lot of legacy bands will call it that and that said with no disrespect they might still release new music but when it comes to playing live they're still rolling out the hits. The hits yeah. That's 75 to 80% hits and then here's some new tracks. Yeah. Um, and it's like do you still want to write songs? 
I I have a feeling that Warzone probably would have written two, maybe three more records. And like kinda, LPs? Yeah, oh yeah. That's, I mean, it is 24 what, years ago. That's what I'm guessing. I mean, and no. think about how many records Warzone put out from 1990 to 1997. Oh, fair, fair. Like a bunch. They, right. they didn't slow down. I they would kept, imagine it would be like younger kids in his band. Like absolutely. I feel like it would have been regenerated to like a whole new bunch of kids. Like it wouldn't have been like Jason and Todd and Vinny. Vinny would probably still be in it. But I don't know. Like I think that... Uh, the weird Warzone pushback from kids would be pushback at least two generations. Because there is, you hear some younger people who are like, yo, Warzone sucks. It's like, well, if you're just going off purely music, I could see someone who doesn't like them because stylistically, they're kind of their own thing. Right. But if you're somebody who got to see Warzone or who came in hardcore right after, like, yo, I didn't get to see Warzone. I could have. I just didn't go to the shows. And yeah. Like, I'm bummed that I didn't. That The magic of what that dude was being this like, guy who was like no that dude goes to shows like three times a week yeah or like more. He was, and yeah he's, he's going to see it. the casualties he's talking to anybody who wants to talk to him and uh-huh. being cool and respectful that at least supersedes and that reputation of what who rabies was as a man would have continued um i don't think he's as iconic as he is now oh no. really yeah sure quite honestly because he's around Okay. Because oh. I feel like if you think about like uh-huh. Roger style, right? Mm-hmm. People fucking the dude had a sick fucking style, and it was by he just had to because that's the clothes he had. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you see him with the fucking cut off fucking bad religion sweatshirt or whatever. Yep. Like that's just what he wasn't being like. Look at me, right? No, I'm a weirdo. It's, it's like this is what I wear. This is what I have in a squat. And I think even with Jimmy, like those dudes are still people that people can access. You know, like. Rabies was on like some like fucking advertising, like a picture of him outside of CB's or something. Like if he was still around now, I don't think he'd be not to take away from his legend, but like, you know, 80 percent of people around in hardcore right now never met him, never saw the band. Right. So it's like he's this thing. That was also a moment too. think about this. That was a moment almost served as a a turning point or a breaking point for a lot of people like, oh, and then Rabies died. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I wonder what that means. It's the equivalent of Mike if, Judge. Yeah. Mike Judge was away forever to the kids that never saw him. I was one of them. Yeah. It was like, oh, what the fuck? Mythic. Yep. But then he came around. You're like, oh, he's still, he's that guy. Yeah. He becomes a person. And he, then you he see him at shows. He wasn't in a rainforest. It's not uh, Colonel, uh, who's the guy from The Heart of Darkness? Oh, God. Uh, no, I don't remember. Uh, Colonel yes. Kurtz. He's not a six foot five, 275 pound dude that he's I was He's a real he was. person, yeah. right? He, yeah. he steps out of the picture. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into a few different ones. All right. What if Wolverine okay. invented hardcore? Interesting. It'd probably sound, it'd be like a Grimlock thing or something like that. Like Wolverine, the comic book character? Yeah. yeah. Like Look, Hugh Jackman? James yeah, Hugh. Yes, Hugh yeah. Jackman. What if Hugh Jackman was just... Hugh Jackson. would be a lot more melodic. Yeah. What uh, if Hugh Jackman sang for Minor Threat? What <laughs> well, didn't Ian... A lot, uh, there'd be no name? shirts, for sure. No, that's true. Everyone would... Like, it, you wouldn't shave your head, you'd grow out your sideburns? Yes. No shirts, lots of chest workouts. Yes. More true. so than ever before. What if we kissed during the Axe to Grind episode with Fury in the basement where the audio was really bad? Oh, uh, that would have been all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would fine with that. 2019. Was that bad of a... It was that bad It was Patreon, so whatever. If you didn't ever hear it, we did a... Tom and I did an interview with the dudes <laughs> from Fury in the basement of a bar... Audio problems because we didn't have our, our wizard over here. Yeah, I'm a, right. uh, where were you? I'm you were on tour? I'm a whiz. You're a whiz, man. <laughs> did, you, did you ever see his 20-sided die tattoo? No. There it is. What does that say? Death is certain, life is not? Mm-hmm. It's the... Uh, I want to kill It's that. from his pirate campaign. No, it's... You know what it is? How old uh, is that? It, uh, it's pretty old. Uh, what's the... Uh, did you get that tra- in prison? It's from Training Day, 
where, where, oh, where, no. where he Dude. pulls up pulls up his ankle and he oof, says, oof. <laughs> says, "Get your ink." You ever get wet? <laughs> Love it. All right. Um, what if hype beast dropped out of hardcore? People talk about this. The whole like uh, I don't know what that means. Hype beast, hype like, beast. People who are into sneakers like, and, and stuff. Oh, and Supreme, Supreme, and, and so look. I'm gonna sound. Ape. I'm gonna sound hella ignorant right now. Oh, we got a hype beast in the room. Look at that. Oh, oh. Little, little yo, but that's up. a hot jacket. That is a North Face. Yeah. That's a nice North Face. Um, but you wouldn't know. Like that's not like doesn't have Supreme written across it in giant letters. Okay, so let me let me expose myself. Uh, you ready? Please don't. You're, are, you, are you ready for this? You'll get in trouble for that. I don't know these people. And that's not a judgment. I just don't. That's not my core. I think there's people who look at that more than the person. You do know people who are like this. You just don't know them as that. Now maybe that's possible. Like yeah. it doesn't. That stuff doesn't register to me to even think about. I don't well, care. I'll say this: yeah. once you hit thirty, there's no, there's oh, no possible yeah, yeah. way you but could. This care. is. I'm thinking of younger people I know who are into that stuff. But to me. That's not a defining corner of their personality. If you look at someone's gear as a defining personality trait, you might want to re-examine yourself too, homie. No, yeah. I see. I see. I'm on a different shit. If you're like truly tacky and going for a persona thing, yeah, yeah. If Whack. We're, if we're both 23, yeah, I'm shitting on you. But by the time you hit 30, this is just for our younger listeners. Nobody above 30 cares what you look like on any level. Um, it Unless just, they're trying to fuck you. It, yeah, exactly. Who brought that? Who brought Which that into hardcore? What? High the high beast. I mean, would, would you I'm say it's no, mental? No, 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 no. Think about this, dude. Think about Kappa gear. That's yeah, in the nineties. Yeah. Well, true. I mean, think about fucking youth today with the fucking yeah. the dunks. And think shit. about yeah. Think yeah, about true, like yo, like champion but, but, and dunks. But then think about this. Look at Pat's outfit. I'm not saying this as a judgment. He looks like he could have just stepped off a Fugazi record. That's true. Right. Or like you know he I mean? went AWOL from the jam- from from the army. Right. <laughs> and so like styles and aesthetics have. Always gone along with hardcore. Think about yeah. hoodies, dude. I used to steal sure. hoodies at Walmart because they were cheap and easy to steal. <laughs> but we would steal $5 and we worked at the McDonald's in the Walmart. So we'd just take them ad hoc because it was like, oh, yeah, we need hoodies. Uh, sure. I've, damn. Uh, next to Dwayne's Toyland in Albany, there was some place that had championship. That was mm-hmm. always in the cutout bin. Yeah. Like you could get just a champion sweatshirt for five bucks. Now you could flip that shit for fifty. Nah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I should totally I should have held on to it for thirty five. Carhartt. Years. But but the uh, so interesting youth crew. Mm-hmm. One hundred. I mean, we'd already talked on this episode about uh, crust. Be, crust. Yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. That's patch, aesthetic. patch look. Um, patch look. So they all do. But I know a dude, and I think this is multiple people who think youth crew is so inherently fun mm-hmm. that. He'll tell me even when nobody, when there's no good music in that world, the look is fun. The look is fun. Yeah, that's 100. Crisp, I mean, it's clean. Yeah, I get it. No, and 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 like yo, so this is something I talked about with the dude from from Brick. Mm. When we were coming up, even before and then even after we were in and out of high school, you used to just see roaming like spiky punk kids. Walking the streets. I haven't seen a spiky punk in a long ass time. And especially about it. in the suburbs. Oh my God, it was so good. And I was like, yo, I love that. Just the same way as when I see kids under the age of 15 skateboarding around town, I'm like, fucking Fuck awesome. Yeah. Like, that makes me so excited. And I don't see that the way I, I used to. Um, maybe I'm not looking hard enough, don't know where to look. That's fine. I'm a fucking old man. But yo, that was such a cool element. And that was a look. You know what I mean? Like, so people are throwing looks. It's up to you. You know, like, yes, there's people who are trying really hard. But that's 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 the thing that gets me. It isn't that you're into 
uh, Noah skateboard stuff. I actually think some of their shit's cool. That's some small spot that started out of nothing. I don't. I'm not buying a hundred and forty dollar Youth of Today shirt. I don't give a fuck. I'm a clothing. Bigot. I'm not buying a hundred and forty dollar anything. S- straight up, I'm a clothing weirdo. If you have the money to spend on that, go do something creative. That's my. Vicious hot take. What about a hundred and sixty dollar yuppa side shirt? That just helps. Ah, that, that just helps your creativity. <laughs> that just that just puts you in. The that space. was that was your 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 sad headspace move. It was all right. Yeah, it's acceptable. Um, how much you spend for a yuppa side shirt? I just said it. Let's was, do three uh, numbers. One. Oh my six, god! Zero. You spent one hundred and sixty dollars on a yuppa side shirt. I need it. It's a sweatshirt. They would come it. and play at your house for less. Than I know, but this is it's one hundred. It's a good, it's a nice looking shirt. Th- but this is also. Did you get it? So here's the deal. Oh, like recently? Yeah. So here's Dude, the deal. We could have. There is definitely some. I know there's exit dead person out I know there's there dead that I could have got a few. This is the ninety three euro uh, tour shirt. I've owned two of them. I remember. And now they have gone. They have left my life, and they bring, you, that brings I, me sadness. How did you lose them? One time in a, a hostel in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. uh, I just put it up to dry out uh, and, left it, and it. left it. The other one, uh, I was away for months. Somebody subletted my room uh, that I didn't know that I think must have walked away with it. And Big, not big fan. <laughs> that was or how you guys like, connected. It was on the Upside Reddit. Right. And, and, but, like Fear Love? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just, I know that I wanted one. I, I wanted one before my life ends, and I don't know how many there are in the world. Or when oh, your life's going to yeah, end. I was going to say, like, I don't know when my life's going to end. So exactly. It could be any time. Thank you, Patreon, for helping me buy this. Yes, that's what I did with the thank Patreon Thank you, Patreon money. God. Yes. I think that was the drug church tour. He had that big stack. That's true. Yes. All in Euros, too, I noticed. Yes. <laughs> Smart move. What if John Watson continued to be Agnostic Front singer? Where would AF be? What kind of project would Roger have done? What would this mean for would-be Madwell? Um, that's a huge... John Watson sings for AF. Uh, it wouldn't have been as good. Roger's no. vocal style, especially... I mean, it's one of the defining moments of Agnostic Front. I don't remember right now what John Watson sounded like, but it was to memory. It was a lot more typical, a yeah. little more talky, still shouting and yelling, but like talkier. Um, Roger tried out for other bands. I think Roger tried out for the Chromex. Yes. So maybe he ends up over there. Um, if not, he would have ended up in some project. Wasn't he almost in Warzone? Did I make that up? <sighs> no, I think he almost was. Because um, Ray was playing drums and he was going to sing. Yeah, but and then Tommy Rat ended up singing. Right, I think um, yeah. It would have been. It wouldn't have been as good. And I mean, you know, that dude's got. And AF wouldn't have hardcore. been a band we were talking about in the same way that we talk about them now. No. And Victim in Pain wouldn't have been the record it is, and all that. And Madball wouldn't have happened. Yeah. True. True. Madball wouldn't have happened, and that's a big one actually. Yeah. All right. Um, what if Youth Crew Hardcore had a revival? Um, it did several times. The right. biggest one being the late nineties. What if it had another one? It'll it probably it'll be back. Don't worry. I yeah. feel like, I feel like it had a minor one a couple years ago. You know it I mean? did. It, it, there was a couple aborted ones, you know, yeah. like that just halfway made it. And the only thing I'll say now is that the way hardcore is, there could be a Youth Crew revival. And if you want to completely avoid it, you can do that now. <laughs> Yo, Whereas I don't think you could have in the late nineties. No, it th- we are existing in a very balkanized zeitgeist. Like it, it is hard to know what we get asked all the time. What is the next thing? Blah blah blah. It's hard to know because everything's balkanized as fuck. You and know? it moved very quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had a thing in the late nineties. You were either metalcore or youth crew. It seemed like. Yep. It was like very like. Yep. There was Dichotomy. no other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no you know or like dinosaur maybe junior. Maybe you go maybe you go um like full melodic, but like. You still probably fall into one of those boats for certain stuff. 
Right. You're either you're, like, oh, you're either metalcore or youth crew, or you're not into hardcore. Right. You're into or you like, like fucking saves indie. a day. And you like you like Sensefield and fucking Promise Ring right. and Jazz June. Or exactly. you're pure basement. Or pure basement. Yeah, you're yeah. you're in the Los Crudos world. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what if Age of Coral was as big a seller as the label hoped? Um, what was the expectation on something like that? Was it they, to be big? the question here? Uh, Tom Zanini, what's up, Tom? Hey. Um, they expected a gold album at least. Um, did they expect that's unrealistic. Hundred thousand records. Uh, um, Do you think it's all a hundred thousand? No, in its various incarnations. No, I mean, try to find a CD. The there's a first press in the CD. Let's say they did an initial. I don't think. I don't think it was. I would love to see the sales on it, the actual sales. I don't think it hit 200. I don't think it hit. I think it's impossible to know. Yeah, I don't think. bootleg so much by the memory. Well, later, but I'm talking to the early incarnation. When it first came out, there were CDs of it. Right, right. And But the CDs are kind of hard to find because they didn't make a bunch. Because they made some well, and I mean, they never, so, they didn't sell out. And they didn't sell out. And right, they made right, a right. ton of vinyl of the first pressing. So you can get, and there's actually a few different pressings of the uh, Age of Quarrel on vinyl, but you can get it decent for price. decent prices, even though it's considered you know, a canonical hardcore right. record. Um, if it had been bigger, they would have gone more metal than, they would have gone yes. more sellout metal on Best Wishes than they did. They would have gone, you know, Harley, would have you have all of my love. Yeah. His look on the back of Best Wishes would have been <laughs> just replace those colors with neons and that's what it, it would have looked like a kiss late 80s record you know what i mean i don't think they would have made it to best wishes no no i feel like they were too fucking volatile and to yeah to be even bigger either they would have been like the biggest band in the world how like people were like dude guns and roses like they're fucking wild dudes they'll fuck you up i feel like they would have been one of those or just broken up after three months because the pressure of playing arenas opening for Queensryche or whatever would be too much. Queensryche, definitely. And build an empire. What if Haveheart came back only to reset the time until people are allowed to cover Haveheart songs again? Do did you ever see Haveheart covers? I I don't think I ever have. I haven't, but that's I'm there, I, I'm I sure that, they're one hundred percent. I'm I can guarantee, almost guarantee you they happened in like two thousand seven. No, that's probably true. They were definitely well, happening so. while the band was still a band. Someone was covering the Machinist somewhere. Yeah, the Machinist. What if I, Swinger <laughs> and Huck never left Dead Guy? Yes. Okay. Go well, in, guys. Uh, so it would have uh, been Kiss, the Kiss Goodbye record. Yes. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe the other guys are the ones that were like, "No, we every song has to have uh, a, st- a staccato uh, fucking yeah. like mosh part." That Do you think that ruined the band? Like that screaming with the Dead Guy quintet? Yeah. Oh, that, sure. Like, yes. And that's why people don't talk about Dead Guy. Tim Singer is top three hardcore vocalists of all time. He is absolutely perfect hardcore vocalist and uh, incredibly intense live without moving a muscle. Yep. Uh, and for he's Rollins. For people not to include him in conversations, I think top three is a little pushing it a little. I'd bit. put him right. Maybe he's three, but I put him three. Who's above him? Mm. Uh. <laughs> I didn't, you know what? Let's Rollins. let's make that something that we that can be a question. We'll that, do the power poll. Yeah. Top hardcore vocalist. Would you and put low are, Is he better than you, Mister Bravado? Oh, he, he Patty I, Bravado. I mean, he took a shit on my head. He's he, he, he's his question. He's a generational talent. Trim Swinger or okay. Lou Kohler? Um. Uh, I mean, I'd rather watch Lou any day. 
You know what I mean? Uh, but because Tim makes you feel awkward. He makes you feel awkward. He makes you feel awkward. Like he's like this guy's really going through some shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh, Tim is capable of much more than Lou. Uh, I, See, I don't think so. Oh, I, if you listen, so not so much on the Dead Guy record. Uh, on that on that Kiss a Goodbye record, he's doing an awful lot. I have a question for both of you. Yeah. Do you think Tim Singer ever hit his peak of abilities plus record? At the same time, because that Kiss a Goodbye mm, record is close. at least close. It's close, but I feel like his range and what he can do could have been pushed more. For sure, uh, and I, and and I think that there's a couple records he was on that suffered maybe from you know not so much songwriting but production or different, and some of that's just of the time, you know. I don't know the man at all. Uh, I follow him vaguely on social media, where he seems to be totally happy selling antiques or whatever the fuck he does. Bless and, up. And uh, I think him and his him and his partner own a like an either a furniture or an antique store. Or out something. west, right? Uh, no, I think it's out here. I think it's Jersey actually. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but uh, seems seems happy. And whenever you're happy, that's a win in life. I don't get like you don't got to make music for me. That said. You're not uh, trying to hear a Tim Singer happy band? No, I I lament the fact that there's not more Tim Singer material in the world. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Do you th- fuck with either any of his bands? No, I, I like Dead Guy. You I like no really like Yep, I like No I like No Escape. Like No Escape's the example where I'm like this feels like they never hit their pinnacle. Short. Right, yeah, right. right. Yeah. Dead Guy was something different and I think Fixation hits it, but I have production questions on that record yeah. that I wish like I just wish the sound was a little bigger. Mm. And then kiss it goodbye. He really gets close. See, I prefer and then fixation. Gonna, to, I, to I, I, I go back and forth, but but for his performance, yeah, uh, she loves me not. She loves me. She loves me not. Is yeah. is just really incredible. It, it's really great. Uh, also, shout out to our man uh, uh, Bjorn, who uh, Bjorn. when I listened, so we recommended a rise and fall record recently. Yes, Faith. Right, and I was like. I was like, oh, now I'm going to listen to that and make sure that that's the record that I was thinking of when I, when I, when I recommended it so strongly. Into Oblivion. Uh, uh, and he, he has that's a great. lot of Tim Singer. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, I think that because they went for a different, oftentimes melodic leaning thing, that it doesn't get the same, like, but... He, he's someone who I think everyone should continue to follow his work, and he's completely underrated as a vocalist. I think his band Tim Chandler, Bjorn. 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 Yeah. Tim Tim does have a cult of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got a cult of Tim. But he's so overlooked. There though. isn't there, you're totally right. I think there should be a cult of Bjorn in the way yeah, that there's a cult uh, of maybe. Tim because he's that good and Rise and Fall yeah. was that good. Yeah. Um and he's continued but he's you know, still still doing, shit, still doing cool. stuff. So yeah. that's that's what's up. Um let's see the next question. Yeah. Yo, I had to disable fa- the face ID thing. It's so annoying. I don't even know how to put it on. All right. What if Axe to Grind started a book club and called it Book to Grind? Oh, I, I don't. I'm not literate enough for that. I'll be honest. Oh, we're gonna make. <laughs> Shout out to Damien. We're making shirts and stickers that just say, "I don't even know how to read." Uh, books to find. Oh, there you go. How many books? Are, how many books a year you read? You can be honest. If, uh, like not comic books. Not comic books. Um, four to five. Oh, pretty good. I'd say I do four a year. Yeah, somewhere right there. You know what I mean? I would say less. No yeah. shit. Yeah. You kind of you're, you're there's a lot, dude. Your time, yeah. You're taxed. Yo, but um, but like there are years where it's less because it's like, yeah. but but there's years if I'm if I'm having a good year, it's five. Yeah, if I'm year, having a bad year, it's two. A good year is five for me too. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I was more. I consume media. I read a lot. Yeah, I just don't. But read, yeah. it's books are tough, and Podcasts. it's a it's a fun. It's a it's actually, you know, in this day and age, da, 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 it is a good disconnect. 
thing. And I try to do it more because when I read a book that I enjoy, I've been doing some for that are sports related for research. When I do it, I disconnect and I connect with the material in a different way than if I'm reading something on my phone. You know how they say uh, young boys often learn best uh, in motion? Yep. Like physically moving themselves. Mm-hmm. I can't read a book when I'm physically moving, but I read, I read the most when I am in a tra- on a train, yes. on a bus. Yes. That's where I enjoy reading. So yes. if years that I have a commute, I'm often reading hella books. Years that I'm that I have no commute, very few books. Public transport. If you are in a, if it's not in a subway where it's packed or yeah. a bus where it's yeah. packed, and you actually have some space to yourself, and you're and it's of some length. Uh, I think is good for your brain. To do I dropped the ball on my Asbury commutes. I should have read more books. I just didn't. Yeah, but yeah, I don't such understand. A long people. one that might hit the hard. hard then I one. get tired. Mm-hmm. My eyes sure, don't. sure. I don't understand the people. It's, it's an. It must be a New York City only thing. People that actually walk while reading. Yeah. Oh. Like yeah. I like crossing the street. I'm like, you're gonna get clipped. Yo, I can't. Or like walking from one train to what, another. Like it can't be that. What a, I think that's the same person who gets on the subway, is reading a book, gets off. Two stops, like yep. oh, I got yeah. on at thirty fourth and is getting off at Astor Place, like and just what you that that was like five minutes and you're right. Just you must have read reading. read yeah. four paragraphs. Uh, yeah. I have a thing. If I see you walk and eat, I I want to like smack it out of your hand. No, I, I don't want I don't want to come off aggressive. I just want to like tell you that things don't have to be like this for you. That you can if you could sit. That, yeah, some time yeah, exactly, yourself. exactly. Yeah, so exactly. walking, and eat, driving, and eating. I'll do that. Yeah, sure. Because I'm driving, but walking and eating. Yeah, I prefer. I prefer, take a seat. Like I, the person, like trying to eat a slice as you're walk, like oh, now the streets of New York oh. eating a slice. I say you can't be that busy. My you dude. better be no. the president. I always, yeah, exactly. Right. I always sit down say, for five minutes. It's not you, that big. I of got deal. a thing. You can't be this busy and this broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just impossible. Right. If you if you're that busy, someone should be feeding you. Right. What if I just discovered hardcore and am interested in learning more? Knowing more, welcome to Axe Grind. Yeah, you go. give it a listen. Uh, yeah. We should point out, I think we always do, that uh, our opinions are not definitive. Oftentimes, uh, mine are a matter of consternation for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, that's it, why we always we and give so people like sides. you for it. Uh, that's true. There's but, a lot of stuff out there now, though. I think that you can kind of get a good overview of the scene. And- yes, although having done some recent research for uh, an episode of ours, I am going to advise people to seek multiple sources because there is a lot of information out there that is not, I don't want to say inaccurate because we're talking about oftentimes opinion, oftentimes. Yes. But there's a lot of stuff that feels very third hand. And yes, right. I I think watching to see, well, here's the thing, third hand or point of view. And point of view, like it's uh, they, what, it's one of these arguments is like, what's the best way to know the truth of a matter? It's not just one person's perspective, but 10 different perspectives shining a light. You get to form an image by drawing conclusions from all of those perspectives. That's, I mean, that's one of the reasons this sh- we feel that Axe Grind works is because we're all coming from different perspectives and we do fall into agreement on a lot of things, but also a lot of not. And hopefully that's the, the in-betweens of that you find some truth. I'll, and I'm going to shoot some of these people that I actually have problems with. I'm going to shoot them bail right now oh. and, and say, mm. and say that like, if you're right, if you're writing something for vice, you don't, ha- they don't afford you. No editor's going to allow you to explain, well, you know, I'm from the Northwest, so I have a very specific view of things. I, I, I it's important to note that my perspective is informed by local sort of local politics. We weren't into this. We weren't into that. Right. You, you're not going to be allowed to explain that. You just have to say, uh, 
you know, that your local variation of tragedy was important and yep. that, uh, you know, nobody well, we, ever heard a champion and like whatever nonsense. We talked to, there was that, there was a, like sometime last year and it just tells you how talk, fast time moves. There was a list of most important hardcore records of however long. Probably made and, vomit, yep. And they included, it was a UK based thing mm-hmm. and they included Gallows. Uh-huh. And as we went through and tore the thing apart, we were like, I think the person even self-identified hey, I'm from the UK. This is more important to us here because of X, Y, or Z, because of that. We've got a longtime British hardcore dude in the room and we're not going to ask him so he does not implicate himself. No, so he doesn't have to <laughs> barf on it. Yeah, he doesn't have to fight his way out of the fucking... Well, I mean, Gallows were like a hardcore band that was beyond UK hardcore. It was... I, I'm calling it, it Comeback Kid Plus. I'm saying it's like almost... The like vice hardcore for that, like, but yes. bigger, mm, yeah, yes. like if yeah. that's like exactly NME right. hardcore, yes, yeah, we're being precisely honest. right, yes. right? Like, they weren't like, yes. they, no. it, you weren't going to see them at the fucking underworld, no, like that Ma- guy was maybe like, the underworld. maybe the underworld, but that was maybe small. very early on, headline, right, yeah, and then they were like getting like a million, <laughs> million quid, a million quid to you know, what we got to do for a million quid, we got to do something quick, that <laughs> <Not> quid, <laughs> all right, what if instilled never broke up? Would Foundation still have come along? Yes. Would Instilled have gotten as big as Foundation in popularity? No. 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 Um, Instilled never quite caught the zeitgeist the way Foundation did. Isn't nearly as good. And didn't, like, it. you have to ask a lot of questions. Instilled toured a little bit. I think they did, you know, a little bit. But Foundation made that, like, a, a cornerstone of what their band did. And, that yeah, and like, Foundation would just, yeah. Who, so Champ was in Instilled, right? Yep. Anybody else? Don't Not, know. No. Nobody else like from that from that went on to become because wasn't it like instilled an overdose in all those bands that became Foundation? Yes, I think so. Sounds right. But yeah, they definitely wouldn't have been Foundation. Um, instilled may have been more. Uh, uh, let's give Foundation f- a lot of credit for what they really did. Was they built a scene that existed in Atlanta and was around? It ebbs and flows, right? Yeah. But they made it a larger, more girthy. Earthy. Veiny, veiny, sinewy <laughs> entity Greasy. that existed in a much larger way, and it became a thing. Like, yo, there were bands who could you, you know, if you were booking a tour in two thousand, you might decide like, uh, we're just not going to go south. We don't need to, right? Or we're playing like Jock's living room, right? Right? Oh yeah, like yes, there's a lot of that, but like full U.S. tours, Atlanta was a skippable spot. 100%. And I think that is not a skippable spot if you're trying to do any sort of a real tour Correct. at this point. Um, it might, might, be, might be back out. I think it's. I think it ebbs and flows. I think they got something coming in. Mm. But I think that it depends on what kind of band you were, etc. Like, there 100%. were things that flew. Anybody, and and anybody. what Foundation did was build a scene large enough that it had room for a lot more than just one sound. Yep. You know? um, this is a good one. What up, Avery? Q, what if hardcore didn't exist? A, I'd probably have better grades. Mm. Universal, definitely. Uh, cheat code for hardcore you want to get better grades in school stop listening to hardcore for a few months I'd say well don't tour touring uh, has not helped my grades in any respect Mm. um, or my financial status no Uh, I mean I wouldn't have gotten to see 90% of the stuff that I got to see so yeah I'm glad hardcore happened yeah of course but Uh, would it have helped your did it ever did hardcore ever help your grades in school no but I never heard it oh really I I went on tour during the summers and 
I got a fucking I, law degree. I did it right. My my effort at college, I I, uh, I was taking a uh, Bible as literature class, mm. and I just did re- one of those too. I just remember being. That's like, why I always thought you were a Christian. Yes. Mm. Well, I have a degree in religious studies. Well, I just, that was that was dumb. But <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, number one vocation for uh, graduates of religious studies programs. Priests, Can anybody guess? Priests. They work in the rectory. Volunteer. <laughs> wow. There you are. Holy fuck. Sign that up. Holy fuck. So I went to Volunteer to of the Arts. For free. Yes. Right. I, I went to a... Uh, and not in like a Sean Bradley, I'm going to like... I'm not I'm not on a mission. No, you're not on a mission. You no. just work for free in your hometown. Yes. Doesn't a Mormon Sick. mission seem fun? No. Other than the walking around and having to talk to people about Mormonism, I'm in. Send me to Australia and do that. I think that's where he went. I think that's where Sean Bradley, seven foot six. Imagine being seven foot six and going on a mission. No. Yeah. It's crazy. What if Title Fight never released Hyperview? Yeah, I mean, they'd still be a band that people really like and talk about. Yeah, I don't know if that was like their make or break. I don't think so. No, I think they were big already. Well, they were big already. I think this person's trying to say, well, they don't say anything, so oh, I don't know what the oh, context oh, is. Oh, actually, let me answer. Hmm? Uh, there would be many fewer bands that try to jump on that dick and fail. That's it. Good call. Did They, they opened up... Uh, you know, and the same way I give credit to Foundation. I think Title, yeah, they they opened up a few different Pandora's boxes for bands of influence. Um, yeah, they opened up the whole like '90s seaweed alt rock kind of thing meets pop punk. Uh, they meet. They opened up a popular sound that like, yo, Title Fight wasn't the first band to do pop punk meets hardcore. If and they really didn't do pop punk meets hardcore, but like there were bands who did it before them, but everyone scoffed at them. Title Fight just was so proficient. Is it established enough that I like Title Fight that I can say whatever the fuck I want? I don't mm-hmm. know. State it again for the record. Okay. Do you love Title Fight? Well, what I'm about to say. You like Title Fight? Mm-hmm. You really like those guys as people? Love them. And you respect the fuck out of them? Uh, actually, respect them. Okay, let, let's do that real quick. This let's is not this is not me uh, l- uh, looking for extra points after uh, because I'm about to go someplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually respect Title Fight more than 99% of quote-unquote died-in-the-wool hardcore bands. Oh, my name's Bob, and I would say I respect them more than... Any current hardcore band. There you go. Okay. How about that? So, uh, but what I'm going to say actually doesn't have anything to do with them necessarily. Mm. It smells it, like chocolate chip cookies in here right now. It just has to do with. I think we're having strokes. The, <laughs> the fact that if you are 19 listening to this podcast, and if you're if you're 50 and you're listening to this podcast, you're both outside of the the window that this might have impacted your life in any sort of way. The misuse of the word shoegaze by both press and child was so extreme around Hyperview that I'm still dizzy. It's been years. You don't sound like My Bloody Valentine. You don't sound like Dive. No. No, they put some effects into the guitar. Kids bought a fucking pedal. (laughs) And and sang a little slower. Like, Jesus Christ. And it's got nothing to do with Title Fight, who I think actually did a better job of doing what they do. Even the records, I don't really care about that much. They did a better job of doing what they do than 90% of their fucking peers. But the stuff that came after them, the things that like were either on the same wave or were attempting to follow them, Mm -hmm. was often more confused than... I don't know. What's a very confused thing? Because they were more confused than that. 
They're, you know what? They're more confused than me when I get off at Grand Central and I don't know where the fuck I'm walking to because the exits that can are be, not Grand Central well can be confusing. Penn Station can be confusing. Uh, Penn, I got figured out. Uh, Grand Central, I never would know be Grand what Central exit for for a guy for. from Iowa. Oh God! There you go. That's, God, what, that's what it feels. The Port like Authority. He's for done. Anybody. Ooh, Port Authority. Tr- Port Authority's crazy. Yo, I, think- I used to have it down pat, just but I knew my route. And I went there, and I was like, "What Whoa. happened? Okay, they changed so, it." So hold on, you you, you want my uh, my weird um, your Port Authority hot take? No, this is like a like Trump in opposite. The, I I really think that Pemert. I <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucking not Pemert. I think it's fucking crazy that the subway is only only has English. That's insane. I agree, especially when you go to other countries and realize that there's yeah. several languages. This is a fucking yeah, multi-fucking language place. I'm not saying you got to have every variation. Maybe but like, ma- no, go yeah, three. Yeah. Yeah, go you, three. Three. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Have, have Mandarin, yes. Cantonese, something. Spanish, Maybe Mandarin, Russian. Spanish, and... I mean, uh, oh, but yeah, because there's a... Don't, yeah. I mean, or I have it like, you know, Brighton Beach probably should have some stuff in Russian. Yeah. Chinatown in Brooklyn sure, should yes. have it in Chinese. Sure. Like, you know what I heard? I think you should have three universal and then two additional depending on where you are. Five's I, fine. Like, for example, you know, um, are you familiar with um, the Chinatown in, in Brooklyn at all? No. So the stop that it's all kind of gathered around is on is called 8th Avenue off the N train. Okay. The reason why it's there, and I found this out like relatively recently, and I grew up kind of in that neighborhood, is it's literally the first outdoor stop on the N train. Oh, yes. So even if you couldn't yes. read the sign, you knew where to get off. Right. Yes. Which yeah. is like fucking crazy. It, it, yeah. That it had that was uh, born out of necessity, right. right? And not like maybe you just fucking change the sign. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. So I, we, you and I have discussed that. Maybe we've done it on here because maybe this has come up before. Because I find it so fucking offensive. I think it's crazy. The other day there was I was on a tra- on a train and then a bus, four hour fucking commute. It was a nightmare. Imagine if I didn't speak the language. It made me so mad for somebody that like. Oh hey, I'm j- I'm here. I'm recently arrived from from right. fucking uh, Shaozen, and and, and now yeah. now I am lost for I mean, t- uh, two days. I've lived here my entire life. Sometimes if I'm on a bus and it's at night, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Maybe right. I got big mad not just for me. Yo, I got New big York mad for other such people. Such a big city that someone who's lived there here almost their entire life can still get lost. Yo, come on, let's be fucking real. <laughs> I'm doing a little dance because. I have discovered my platform. The rent is too damn high guy. I'm the, just let's make this easy guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's my platform. Let's just make this easy for my Cantonese fucking free speaking friends. Just fucking let's make this easy. I mean, that's our whole selling point. That's all we got. (laughs) That we have a a bunch of different people. Yeah, Yeah. that's really all we got. And that the subway can get you anywhere. But what if you don't know what any of the signs say? Yeah. Yo, the first time I was in Paris, because we had been to, I, I, this was the first time in Europe, I went to London, and yo, it's pretty easy to figure it out, I speak English. Yeah. We go to Paris, and I was walking around, I'm like, oh shit, this could be a hard time for me. I feel like I talk about this a, a lot, sorry to our listeners, this is my only politics, I figured it out. This is, this is my platform, this is my uh-huh. politics, I hate that somebody could get lost for two and a half days in yeah. a fucking subway because they don't speak English. Or because they could speak maybe minor English and they're still fucked. Mm-hmm. All right, this is what you're running on. This is what I'm running on. Rent is, and rent is too high. Who's, 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 who's with you, Beto or Yang? I think Yang. I, they're, both in my, they're both in my cabinet. Okay, okay, good. Who's VP, though? 
Uh, Biden can be my VP. I like oh, the, uh, the, meme, the memes. I'm pushing the. Uh, it's those. cool that you just want two <clears throat> white cis males as your running guys. Hmm. Uh, what hmm. the fuck? Yang is fucking uh, <laughs> not white. Uh, I don't know his cis status, but it, he. Uh, I'm going Stacey Abrams. Yeah. She would be my VP. No shit. Well, she would probably be president. I'd be her VP. Okay, well, either one. She's way smarter. Interchangeable. Than all, of us. all right. Uh, what if mental still played? Would the shitty metalcore phase never happen? Nah, because oh. it was running yeah, concurrent. That, there was yeah, there was yeah. The, 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 that's uh, they were in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were a fine band, but like, there's not like, why are you acting well, like they're all, like the fucking? Also, what years were mental big? Uh, they 03? started in 02 and got bigger in 03. Seven Inch comes out 03, I think. And okay, then, so. And then run till uh, 05. Okay, so. And that, they were like on the decline by 05, correct? Well, Planet Mental comes out. So for some people, that's their peak. But for some people, that's a different wave of the band. Was that more. Was that popular because it was the record release show was such a destination more than the record being that good? The, the record release show was big, but not crazy. Actually, the record release show was at um, the club we went to, Club Lido. Gotcha. But it was in the smaller Upstairs, room. Whatever. You remember the bar room? I do, that yeah. side? It was on that side in mm-hmm. there, and it was packed. Um, how many people were there? 300, 400, maybe 500? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not, not, it wasn't 1,000 people. Um, it was a really good show. Uh, the record was a lot of people's favorite mental record. Um, I really liked the material before that, and I like is Planet that Mental. Yo, or is that Get an Oxygen Tank? Or is that both? Yo is my I mean, favorite, but it's also Yo the least. Um, it's their third seven. It's it's. I think it's probably the least like lively. But I really for their activity, like their live shows were fun before that, and okay. the live shows were good. But no, um, no one band has enough of a. It's not just that. It's they were actually so they were a band when metalcore was at its biggest. Yes. I, I don't think it was just maybe a, that person doesn't just, understand. That. Yeah, it was just a, a deviated scene. You yes, know what I mean? Correct. Like, so, no, um, they weren't enough so that metalcore didn't happen at the time, and they didn't really saturate into that world very much. Um, maybe they'd give people an alternate, but, but that's yeah, I mean, there's no one band I think that would be like, no, nah, it would never happen. No, I mean, think of American never. Nightmare. American Nightmare was a thousand times bigger than Mental. Yes, there was fucking metalcore. They were playing with those bands. Yes, correct. Yes, they wanted to to get into that world. Yes. <laughs> Related to the info on the last episode, what if Jorge actually joined Sepultura post Max? Tom, you're you're the one for this. I think that would be pretty sick. You think so? Yeah. Because when we were talking about the Roger conversation, I was thinking of, like the idea of Roger joining the Chromex. Now I don't love the Chromex, but I could. I literally could not do. I I couldn't do the Chromex. Like there's vocals that I can do, right? And yeah, like, you can't do JJ. I couldn't, and, and I don't think many people can. That's true. And, That's and, very true. And, no one sounds like him. Right, so like you're you're making a a decision when you change streams like that, and but I don't know if that's enough of a change of stream from, in Sepultura from Max to Jorge. Not I, that I much think of it might. Difference. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, he did El Nino, which was like kind of new medley. That's very true. Uh, I think of him as being. I know this is a weird. This might be a weird place to, way to say this. He strikes me as a slower vocalist. Does that, does that make sense to you? Yeah, but like Sepultura was kinda, slow. Yeah, yeah. Sepultura got slow. They weren't they, they, doing they, they fucking dead every. I do think his slow. vocals would have fit that. Like if we were to do Roger singing for the for like Age of Quarrel, Chromags, or Jorge singing for Sepultura post Max, I think Jorge could have stepped into that role. Yeah, it would have been interesting. It would have been different, but I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, how many we got? Because we this is episode is actually quite long now. Because well, we really? talked about for forty five. Right, let's, let's, oh yeah, yeah. Let's give a little bit more. We're almost done with these. 
what if the bad brains stayed in DC instead of coming to New York City? What would that mean for New York hardcore and the DC sound? It's actually a fascinating question. So to give the root of it, uh, bad brains leave DC pretty early, 81-ish. They're coming up and they start playing A7 in New York. And then John Joseph saw them in the doorway at 171A and they were like, hey, squid. And then, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> I feel like that's the same story. I've heard but, that story a thousand But times. think about this. At the same time, Discord is really kicking into high gear down in DC. And that starts escalating. Does the Bad Brains presence impact the Discord scene more than it did in its more primordial scene world? Um, I say no. Here's what I'm going to say. Like, those bands all went to go see the Bad Brains, but, like, I don't hear any of their... No, just in the, just in the idea of, like, let's go tear the throats out of whoever we're playing to. Right, but they I feel like... be aggressive. DC had Ian and Henry Rollins to a point. New York didn't have... Well, maybe they did. I don't know. No, but just when when Bad Brains come to DC or come to New York, New York's still trying to figure out the punk out of them. You know right. what I mean? So uh, clearly, I wasn't there, and I think when we're talking Me about when, yeah, and when we're talking about people's I was, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was cool, it was cool, man. When we're talking about people's um, recollections, a lot of times they are unreliable because they. Uh, is it possible mm-hmm. that? Everyone who saw Black Flag was equally inspired and started a band the next day. It is possible. Is it also possible that that narrative is so strong and people have... Ha- the, the, it becomes the truth. It becomes the truth. It's a lie we've told each other right. a thousand times, so much so that we... Is it possible that somebody saw DOA and got inspired, but th- their recollection... It, it, because they've we read- saw DOA and then Black Flag came through and we had a band to play with them. Is, yeah. is it possible yeah. that... Recollection is hazy, people. Yes. So, um, I, but it does seem to be a very universal story that Minor Threat, Bad Brains, and Black Flag are the bands that, when you saw them, yeah. it 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 they germinated. It it changed your local scene. Does that mean that they had to be part of your local scene? No. You know what no. I mean? No. So Bad Brains could have played New York three times a year, and and I think that it might have had, had the same, same impact. impact. I think their residency helped push along a few things because things had to form up to play with them. Does you know what? This is a good question. Is there more Bad Brains influence in the early New York stuff than the early DC stuff? Yes. I say yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely more Bad Brains in Chromags. Definitely more Bad Brains in Antidote. Even you know the mob, like the skank parts and stuff. Like to be, yeah. on, to be honest, I think it's hard to find Bad Brains influence in DC. In all. DC other than some of the very much at all. Other than some of the speed, right? If you listen but, to some of the speed and some of the drumming, they don't get as fast as the Bad Brains do. Once the Bad Brains get real fast, no. But like you can hear just traces of it. But the guitar sound of things like Minor Threat and then going to the Faith and all that, um, and even youth brigade things like that is so different than bad brains it's yeah. it's hard to see it um and that's that's why bad brains despite being super you know associated with dc even on imagery and all that th- a lot of people consider them more of a new york They're band than dc yeah. uh okay what the hell is this question what if bad seed never broke up oh we, i think we gotta ask this or no we, we answered someone this. else they yes. became a thing all of a sudden again. they became a thing oh people <laughs> they became a thing <laughs> hold on is somebody trying to who put out the bad seed record who's trying to game us right now no 6131 put it out but it's not like it's still in press okay. or anything right. those it was 
I answered this. We we asked Adam Rifkin, who played drums for Bad Seed, super good dude, friend. What's up? Um, to answer this, and he was like, because somebody's like, how crazy was the Bad Seed set? It sounded in 2009. Fury 2009. Oh, right, right. How crazy? And it's like, no, they were like, they they did fine sometimes. That set it. was probably bigger than others, but not. It wasn't close to as big as the Trapped Under Rice set or right. Ceremony or a lot of other sets. But for a lot of people, I think we probably low rate. Um, title fights impact as a gateway band and then it became oh three of the four dudes from or two of the four dudes from title fighter in this band bad seed that's like a heavier hardcore band oh and so what if they never broke up maybe they release a 12 inch i vaguely remember um uh, views. it's got a lot of views um i vaguely remember hearing some demos of stuff that Rifkin had uh, around that time for stuff that never got used. It was hard. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't think, I think they would have maybe done a 12 inch and that would have been it. I don't think they ever would have toured hard. And you got to remember half the band was doing title fight in a more serious way. Do you think that would have impacted Bad Seed? What? If it was like, hey, this is my hardcore project. No, I think it would have been Naysayer, honestly, where people like it. Some people don't. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but like, I wonder, like, if it's like title fight drawing thousands of kids' places, like, oh, no. would there be some kind of like some, some? Although it does, some. like, we were talking about that. I I talked about that with um, Moni, Moni from um, uh, Race Trader, mm-hmm. and I'm like, do people just come out because the drummer from Fallout Boy, mm-hmm. which would make sense because it's like, sure, Fallout, Fallout Boy, Boy plays in front of fifteen thousand kids, even if one percent of those people come out, yep. to just to get close to the drummer. It's a hard sell on a band called Race Trader, but, but you know what though? Mm-hmm. He was like, there's some that like got into it because they checked it out because of Fallout Boy, but it's not like just fucking random weirdos that are just there because and like Hurley is there and it's like, gotcha. Yeah. I usually see him at an arena. And now I'm at a VFW. Yeah, which is interesting. That I mean. I would imagine there's got to be some sort of trickle down, but it's not as prevalent as you would think. Yeah, music's too fucking weird. All right, we st- we got a bunch of these more. Uh, what are we on the time? Uh, we are well over two hours. All right, then let's wrap it up. Uh, let me do one more uh, at Timothy underscore Hoy. I haven't been reading a lot of your names. Eh, don't be mad about it. You got to ask questions this good. What if Freddie Madball possessed the Infinity Gauntlet? Whew. I mean, are we sure he didn't? I mean, I think he already does. (laughs) Excellent excellent point. Um, Set it off. Hold it down. Yeah. Demonstrating his style. Yeah. Um, Would he have disappeared? He would have made 50% of hardcore just disappear? Maybe. He might have run out. Yeah. Because he just kind of What do you think he used the mad ball for? Yeah, yeah. He he snapped away a couple people. Um, Well, just because it's like, well, we're not going to be able to do it that well. So we're just going to get out. We're just going to become, you know, a a, a different kind of band. Yeah, Yeah, because... It's. I mean, that's pretty much. Do you think he lays waste, or do you think he builds anew? He I mean, probably was just, like, "There's way too many people involved here. Mm. I'm just gonna like lay the fucking gauntlet down, mm. no pun intended, and just be like, you don't need to be here." I think he. Well, I think well, he snap. snapped mm. somewhere Snapping. around 2009. Because think about all the Madball stuff we heard post 2010. Mm. A lot of it. Demonstrating my snap. Demonstrating my Demonstrating snap. My Yo, uh, what is? The, I want to shout out. Uh, I think it's called Return of the Nerds. It's some guy on Instagram who does a bunch of hardcore and punk mashups with Marvel stuff. Uh, he did a really good Madball Mysterio ripoff. It says Mysterio in the Madball font and has the Mysterio that, uh, face. I'll find it. Did he do the Infinity? Yes, he did the indecision. indecision. He did, which yeah. I never got, and I'm so pissed. All right, yeah, he's got. Um, but the his. Uh, if you got a double X in that, yeah, hook if it you up. listen, I don't know if you do, but if you do, I would love yeah. to. Yeah, I'll buy it from you. I just want one. 
So yeah, he did a good. I feel like he would have. So done- do the, I want to see the Mad Ball of Freddie holding the gauntlet? Decimation, my style. Mm. There's so many things. There it is. That's take awesome. a look. Check it out. It's really good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. I'd Let's wear that it. one. Yeah, that's right? pretty good. He's got a couple like that. Um, he's got a uh, Op Ivy Spider Gwen one that it's good for kids. All right, that's it. Thank you for listening. Axe to Grind 2019. What's up? Thank you.